0: It's kicking up. Woo. Are you in the hot tub? Answer me this. When you're in spa mode, how come the water level drops in the spa? Let me ask you this. Are you pressing the buttons in the back panel or in the kitchen? I just started pressing stuff. Hey, don't press all those buttons. I'm getting bored, man. You wanna come over and play Judge Joe's? I would love to. No! Come on. You know what? Screw you, man. Ricky, man, you gotta cross over to Anger Bridge come back to the friendship shore. Cross over the Anger Bridge? Yeah, that's where you're at. You're stuck on the Anger Bridge. Well, can you not see why I'm stuck on the Anger Bridge? Look, I don't know why I'm talking to you, okay? What is it? They got bottomless nachos at Bennigan's. God, a whole mess of nachos sounds good right now. Ah, shoot, you know what though, I don't have a car no more. Can you come get me? Yeah, I'll come get you. Which, which one of your cars do you miss the most? I'll bring that one. Well, I miss the Hummer coming in the Hummer, are you ready? Yeah, no, wait. Okay, our friendship is done, all right? You hear me? You know you want to hang out in your house, come on. Screw you, dude, I'm hanging up, okay, that's it. Bye.
1: How you want to do it? I can't.
2: No. Yeah, there's nothing like Munich. Hello? What? No, I don't think so. Are you at the flood pen? I'm going to go with
1: Florida. I'm drinking a very large beer tonight I love Budweiser I never know how to come into this from the <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, so Oh, thank y'all, thank y'all It's, it's Man, good well, to be it's back It's been a while It's They're... been a while They're starved They're starved, yeah, Paul It's been we, like a month We have it's We have month. neglected our friends I'm sorry, guys we're back now. Well, we we opened that up with a, the little Talladega Nights skit there. Um, I never forget that movie opened up when it was in theaters. I was dating this girl. Theaters, in theaters, yeah. And I was dating this girl from Pittsburgh, and she was you know Yankee and all. Uh, but my family's they're they're all rednecks, and, and a lot of my uncles were truck drivers, and they they'd race dirt tracks and stuff, you know, on the. Side. Have you ever had a shock top? I have. It's delicious. <laughs> and uh, so you know. <laughs> I went to see this movie just thinking, you know, it's going to be a funny movie. But that movie, I literally, every character in there I could associate with a family member. I mean, seriously, down to almost every single one of them was like, And not Damn. me. No, not you, Doug, for sure. But oh, um, God. I sat I in that, that theater with my Yankee girlfriend watching this movie. I started laughing so hard. Yeah, is this I, the current Yankee girlfriend? No, 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 no. The, the I, I Yankee, some Yankee <laughs> <girlfriend>. <laughs> I got a thing for the Yankee girls. So, like, you know, this is a past one, and, and I was laughing so hard i mean i was about to pee myself like i was i couldn't breathe like it was one of those like where you laugh so hard you can't catch up and breathe and she was so embarrassed she was slapping me like doing that shut up what? shut up there are other people in here i was like i can't i can't breathe okay like i almost got dumped that night I I, seriously i, I literally serious. she about walked out on me right there on
0: the spot did she I don't decide care y'all need some space he's just no, not talking no she it.
3: didn't she got over it but it was seriously like one of the funniest movies i saw i mean Every movie gets a little dulled down with age, but that one—the first time I saw it—I lost my shit. I literally, it's still one of the, one of the funniest movies I think I ever saw, just well, because I could relate well, to Michael,
1: it. Well, Michael, can we intro the show and introduce <laughs> who's here?
3: I was just—I was introing the show. He's
1: already ready out of the gates, folks. Hey, I was enjoying it. I was not Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. It's just, up. it's just my way to give you. Well, well some you know shit I'm here right but, off the bat. But
3: Will's here too. He's just down. Will always does this. He, he's like, I look over and Will's always playing with the laptop.
4: Well, I didn't want to interrupt your uh, rant, well, your yeah, movie rant.
1: Yeah, i do that. Okay. Let's get you a little closer to that mic, too.
3: I'm right here. He's, I can hear him loud.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going we to... La- we got
0: Lawson, the bodybuilder. The body. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Lawson, you there? My big old body. Yeah, I am. God, i body. So <laughs> 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 it's, it's good insulation in that, too. That's right. In a foreign city. All 140 pounds. just. It's, it's, so much there you
3: weigh 140 what soaking wet with like nah. some weights weigh, in your pockets i weigh
0: like 155 actually.
1: Oh, i was yeah. about to say i'm like a whole nother loss yeah I was, I was gonna say
0: i'm two of you i probably <laughs> i probably weighed 145 before starting you better start noticing so. oh yeah
3: <laughs> the beer consumption adds it on a little bit that's right
0: <laughs> beer oh
3: and, and, and paul's here i don't know if anybody noticed Hey, there's Paul. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. Hey, Paul. Is, is that Paul? Hey. Oh, is that Paul?
2: Yeah, Paul.
3: <laughs> Paul.
1: So uh, you're going to hear a few new drops today. We basically cut up that
2: last... No, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See?
3: Yeah, that's going to
1: happen a lot. We cut up that last show pretty good. Real, It's going to be Doug, Heavy, and Mom. There's some Larry in there, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was trying to get to some Michaels, but I never got uh? to her. Well,
3: the problem is I don't think I ever shut
1: up uh, to get a there's, single drop. There's one there. where you go... It's my memory. <laughs> <laughs> my memory.
4: Yeah, I remember that. That's
1: what I was. That's what I was trying to get. My to. memory. It's my memory. I don't know. I, we were giving I, you hell. That,
4: that, that was Doug that said that. Yeah. No, no I, was,
3: I can. I can almost recall saying that.
1: Sh- just shut up. It's my memory. I well, to
3: I, and I'm gonna apologize to. God. I've told these fellows, and they didn't seem to think it was a problem. But to those of you that might have agreed with me and thought it was a problem, I'm sorry I talk so much. But I talk a lot sober, and when well, I start like I drinking, said, I didn't
1: really even mean. It's part of the show You're supposed to talk
3: I know But I was asking myself To shut up Over multiple Well we also
0: got into Like two hours of drinking Before the (laughs) show There might be a a lot of Empty space without you Yeah for
3: y'all That was two hours And what was it 220 or something 230 Two and a half hours For y'all it was two and a half hours For us it was like An eight hour marathon I don't think Lawson Ever
0: listened to it Lawson never listens To our shows No No, I I listen listen. to him When I'm driving I'll listen Okay I'm also right there So I hear all of them Listen
3: up That's true Yeah that's true He hears through the walls true it's like having a, a, a it's like having a bad roommate in a crappy apartment you hear everything by the way
4: lawson does have <laughs> bad roommates in a crappy
3: apartment <laughs> and he gets to tell us some of the
4: stories sometimes
0: yeah hopefully we'll have a little lawson's roommate corner uh, a yeah. bit today yeah. he can tell us the nice. latest well neither of them listen so i'm safe so there you go there's nothing to worry about there perfect you really promoted us well your your establishment <laughs> yeah seriously well
1: <laughs> do they wear flood shirts? <laughs>
0: If I I give it to them, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) They are shitty roommates. Old Mexico. Well, they're broke and they disappear, so... <laughs> <laughs> hey
3: disappearing roommates ain't exactly a bad thing Mm-mm. as long as they pay the bills
0: it's well, reappearing roommates they, that really become yeah big. yeah well, no, they showing up all the time that's, that's true, true though they all got girlfriends now they're there 24 7 and i can't get any time alone it's scary well, paul got a girlfriend when i was living with him and he just disappeared i literally didn't know if i lived with paul anymore mm-hmm. for a while there well according to his
4: marriage. room when you go in his bedroom it didn't look like paul lived in. no <laughs> well, it didn't there was just well, stuff all stacked when you, can, and,
1: when you compare my bedroom at the time with her bedroom and her living space I mean, you oh, get
3: it. Oh, I got it. I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't hating on you, Paul. It, just it wasn't like, like your bedroom was made out of a rock
4: formation. No, you decorated a, it. And we no, were no. just a bed
3: with shit on it. <laughs> and we
1: lived in a nice house.
3: I mean, we did at that time. <laughs> Debatable, but go ahead.
1: Oh, you're talking about Canal Street. Oh, no, I'm not. So, you
3: didn't uh, disappear. For, you were always no, there at the you, shitty house. No, that's right. You were all. you were there. Nah, too I too mean, much. you were like in well, it to win it at yeah, that we place. Were, Once things got fancy. Once got in a nice place,
4: Paul just disappeared. I love the shitty house. Had a broken down Jeep in y'all's garage that wasn't y'all's
0: jeep <laughs> I well t- to be fair we have a broken down pathfinder here
4: that's true that's, for that's you. an exterra it's You've excuse it me
0: golly
1: oh you have no idea <laughs> yeah. so we have not explained that Doug is not here today.
3: yeah we, well we're doing this in the middle of the day and Doug has a real big boy job and he can't
1: show up in the middle of the day and, and we're in Costa Rica Florida yeah. Yeah, he's in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Oh, that's right. He's out of the country. Now, last Rica. time. It was
4: about the time I went to Costa Rica Yeah, I was about year. to
1: say. Well, he wouldn't have been here anyway, even if he wasn't in oh, Costa Rica. Yeah, of course. And Doug did say he is going fishing for uh, rooster fish. See, we it's, were
4: supposed to go rooster fishing, and that's when the girls were like, we want to go fishing, and then, like, we get half a mile offshore, like, i I don't want
0: to go fishing. I gave him a great recommendation, and he just totally ignored it for <laughs> someone to fish with. So Everyone else was recommended, like, you can go fish off the beach at the resort. And I was like, go to see these guys. But Doug's, Doug's the king of that. Like, he'll he'll yeah. look you in the eye and like be like,
3: oh, man, that's great. Thanks so much. And then he'll never do what you just
0: hooked him up with. Doug doesn't listen to the body. He just <laughs> looks <laughs> at the body. He likes the body. It's hard not to. So, Lawson, give us a little background. Where are you from? Well, I'm I'm from Hilton Head, South Carolina. Let the people have I, it. Give I, I work them. at Flood Tide Cove. There you go. And went to the Citadel, and yeah. that's just. Do you love the Citadel? I'm, didn't I'm, you? Yeah, yeah, when yeah yes, 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 The Lords of There's Discipline. There's my answer. That's the
3: Lords of Discipline. Was yeah. it like
0: prison more or less? It was like prison. I got in trouble a lot, so I so spent most of my time there. So I go of anywhere else. I go Lawson. I had no idea about this. I go Lawson. Did you go to any Citadel football games? And he goes.
1: Yeah, they made us go to all of them. <laughs> yes, it's like how can you make someone go to a football game when well, you chose weekends? to go to a
3: military well, college
1: where they, they he, can make you do whatever. Well, another they time, want to make
4: another time, do. time he tells us, "is like yeah, we were supposed to go outside and do some assignments, and it rained, uh, yada yada yada." Two <laughs> guys threw a water fountain off the
3: floor <laughs> in a refrigerator, and he caught, it, caught it on fire. Like well, what? Well, the Citadel is kind of famous for these like yeah, borderline prison riots, riots yeah. where like like you lock kids in for too long at that age. And, shit gets it's a prison I mean they
0: they break out to be fair too with the games I mean I can say this now I couldn't say it while I was there but we everyone had to wear the same uniforms you know but the guys that were making sure everyone stayed there wore this little sash so we would hide it in our hats and then put that on and leave. And I'd oh, get to nice sleep move. in my room. Oh, so. yeah.
4: And Cinnadale football, they I would get kicked out for
0: that if I said that while I was there, though. They've
4: been traditionally so. shitty over the years. To football. this year, they're, they're, they're,
0: they're really yeah. good. Yeah, I actually well, well at tickets. To be fair, when you say really good, you right. mean... 40 to by a certain each. extent. Well, they're what, good in their now? conference. That's all that they they're, need to be they're they're good, good in their for conference. Citadel football. Well,
3: they're good in one 0 yeah. Well, well they were ranked Southern, 4. They're leaving yeah. the
4: Southern Conference.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, and Appalachian State left their division, so that yeah, helped Southern them out a lot. So, so that helped yeah. them a lot.
4: Southern and App State. Leaving.
3: Yeah, the App State, they went up one. They're what? A, they're 1-A-B yeah, 1-A-2? Sh- no, they're 1-A.
4: They're right there. Georgia Southern and App State left together to go 1-A. They all play big boy football now.
1: Yeah, okay. Some dude on the Vikings defense last night with the Georgia Southern. was Georgia Southern.
3: They're backup running backs, unfortunately. Dude, I, like when you watch those money night footballs, and they do that, I, you will be surprised how many app states come across there. I mean, I, I yeah. are you really going to start this app state stuff? No, I'm not. I didn't <laughs> go to app state. I'm just saying. I, I didn't go to app state. I know you went to Georgia. I, I, I hate I'm app not, state. I get. I'm just saying. Like if you watch, tell me it ain't true. Like it's, there's a lot of boys, especially linemen and shit. Like it's never like a star running back. It's usually like a lineman at like Appalachian, Appalachian State University. Hey,
1: what was the story with the one running back who had the same last name as the Adrian guy? Peter Peterson. Yeah. So
4: when I went to school, Adrian Peterson was running back for Georgia Southern and he had like Jesus Christ at like the same 30. time as the no, other one, right? Right before right uh, before, like okay. a couple years before. But he uh they played one year lapse, like his senior year and his the other one's okay. freshman year. But uh he had like thirty eight games in a row with over hundred yards rushing Dude. and they take him out at halftime lots of times. Like a national Championship game. One time he had like 330 yards rushing individuals. So he's pretty good. He played he, for the Bears for. He
0: just wasn't uh, an App State player, that's all. Yeah, that's true. Just well, <laughs> my,
3: my brother in law, um, he was a D1 prospect. He never played, but his best man at his wedding, his buddy Trey, was a tailback at App State during their glory years, um, their recent glory years, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Um, when they won the three national titles and all that crap. And uh, so at his wedding, he was the best man. So uh, Chris told him, you have to wear your rings. And so he played four years at state. He was a, uh, like they had a fast tailback, and he was like their power back. He was like they put him in to get the two yards or whatever. He was a big white boy. Uh, he was fast, but he was just power back. So, but he won all these championships and all that stuff. So he showed up at the wedding, and he had, see, he had four titles for the division, and he had three national championship rings. So he only had one finger other than his thumbs that didn't have a gigantic, humongous gold and diamond monstrosity on his hands. I mean, it was the most ridiculous I thing. Don't know if like if he had, had gotten to a fight, it would have been the most dangerous man in the room. Cause A, he's a large, yeah. well-built individual. B, he had like 10 pounds of gold and, and diamonds on his hands that he could have just been swinging. I at. think
4: they didn't win a national championship until they won like three in a row. It yeah. was something to say. but I remember one time at a Georgia Southern game, App State, I went up to App State and it started off, you know, a miracle, um, going to a convenience store and we are already half drunk it's yeah, like 7 yeah. in the morning. Of course. You drink? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Dabble. Um, so we go to a convenience store, half lit, and we go in with our Georgia Southern garb, <clears throat> go up the counter, papers the beer, little hippie chicks behind the counter.
3: Oh, it smells like patchouli everywhere.
4: <laughs> she, she uh, It was one of these moments, like, I kind of regretted saying it right when I said but it was just so impulsive, kind of like, if you hit me long, long yeah. I'm just going to straighten out. She's like, oh, man, sorry about your school. It's like ah, oh, sorry about your job. <laughs> <laughs> well done, all on up. Oh, but, that's but, cold. That's yeah, ice it's cold. cold. It's cold. Oh. But after that game, I think we won. We might have lost. There's another good story. I don't know if I should tell on the yeah. podcast. But we are leaving. We're in the parking lot sorry drinking. Night. Night. We're, in the, we're in the parking lot drinking beers like 10 o'clock at night. And some App State fans ride by in their truck in the parking lot. Like, y'all. start driving off high speed. I break out my young Elvis Garback. And threw a middle Light can oh. no less than fifty yards. Oh, and Jesus. hit the back windshield of their truck.
3: Couldn't oh, do it again. God, to that's live. awesome. Well, it was a nice work. Yeah, thank you. Boy, well, was it full can or was it an empty it was, can? It was a full can. That's bad. That's nice. worth a beer.
1: Opened. Well, Opened. Oh, oh because, so it's trailing a stream of beer the whole yeah. way there. <laughs> Tracers.
3: It's a, it's, <laughs> trace a, it's, it's a
4: bad. It's a bad robbery.
3: No, I didn't. I don't know. Like I have no ties any of them i grew up 30 minutes from yeah. app state so that's the only tie after like half my friends went to app state my cousin was a wrestler at app state like that's the i mean i got a lot of ties to it but i don't
0: give a crap they tore or,
4: down our goalpost one year after beating us and put it through the windows of our school bus
0: god like, yeah that's called hillbilly i'll tell you hillbilly. what <laughs> that, that hippie story though reminds me of like when i was younger and i'd first learned the term hippie so you know when you first learn a term you just start always using it so my brother brother went to school up in Asheville, and we walked into the store. Well, you could use it frequently in well, Asheville. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, well, no, because everyone I said, I was like, is that a hippie? And my brother was like, is yeah, that- yeah, yeah. Is so that a hippie? we go into the store, and all they sell is doorknobs, nothing else. And so what? I was like, Mom, she's a hippie, right? And this lady just lost it on me. Like made me oh. leave the leave the store and everything. Door Why'd you go into a doorknob <laughs> in <the> store? <laughs> He's a doorknob. Well, my my mother is a connoisseur of doorknobs. Okay. Yeah, nice. Also, to an <laughs> app state, they have a little shitty
4: bar. Called, and it's actually a
0: nice bar, but it's called the
4: Klondike. Yeah. And you ever play that game when you're in college, a little older, where you would walk up to somebody, you know, and just get your beer bottle and hit the top of their uh, beer bottle? Yeah. Oh yeah, they got to
3: chug it early. So dessert. we did.
4: No, yeah. So we did that, and guy wasn't paying attention. Well joke was on us, the roof in the Klondike
1: bar is about six five and this beer exploded. Oh, I know what bar you're talking about. And it just
4: showered beer over about. all oh, of us. Oh
1: God. I hate when you actually go into a bar and there's still someone that does that. Yeah. At no. my age I don't deserve no to no, have to drink a beer the way that person thinks I should
0: have to. Yeah. So like your story I had a good plan for home team now. I took my current God, I could I bet you do it Lawson. I took my I girlfriend to yeah.
3: Oh, <laughs> I took my girlfriend, current girlfriend, to Asheville for the first time. She'd never been there. And I told her, I was like, look, it's, it's pretty granola. Right? God, it's so around. granola.
0: So and I was like, I like it. I, I don't want to live guys, there, but uh, I like going there. And c- c- it's c- fine. I get along with hippies just fine. It's pretty around there, too. Yeah, it's man.
3: beautiful. It's a cool city. There's lots of good beer, good food. It's, it's hard to really argue with parts of it, but I mm. wouldn't want to be there every day. But like, Also, you look ridiculous arguing with parts of it. Oh, actually. God,
0: yeah. So, too, like, too many hacky My snires. girlfriend's like,
3: about three days into us being there, we're getting ready to leave, and we're having breakfast before we leave. And like all these, like she'd been seeing these kids all around all the time, and hippie kids. I don't know if you, you know, hippie people raise hippie kids, and these hippie kids like are all walking around, and like she looks at me, she goes, "Ever since I've been here, every child I've seen is so dirty. They're all just so they're and they are like they're just barefooted, like mud smeared all over them. Like they didn't even, like they're, they're out downtown Asheville. They didn't even try to like wipe the kids' face off or nothing. You know, I mean." Well, I don't care. They ain't my I, damn kids. But. I go to Asheville. I can't wait to leave because
1: I haven't seen an attractive person in three days. No,
3: but I, like Asheville has not its, even a dude. We're like, not dog. I don't like, even we've got looking
1: at an attractive dude. We've got I, Asheville fans, and place. I like Asheville. Learning a
3: lot about. I like Paul. to visit Asheville, but then <laughs> I'm really happy that I get to go home whenever I leave Asheville. You know, it's one of those. They, things. they
4: do have a lot of um, mentally incapable people there, like have severe hey, man. issues. Yeah. Uh it's at a bar waiting for a concert to start probably six hours for the concert starts a little day drinking and this guy came in that Again. we saw all the time like every bar knew this guy but he would like sit down at the table and like you knew it was bad like the guy's got a mental problem he's breaking out like paperback books out of his book bag and putting them on the table and yep. lining them up yeah. with cigarette packs and stuff like that and
1: I was like God, damn so is he homeless guy? I don't know
4: where he resides, but I don't think like a mortgage payment. <laughs> but uh, but he, he was sitting there and he asked me, he's like, where are you from? I go, Georgia. He goes, I'm Jimmy Carter's son. Uh-huh. And I go, oh, okay. That's where it I always that, starts. I know, I know that Jimmy Carter's from Plains, Georgia. So yeah. I go, Plains, Georgia. Uh, Plains.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of Plains in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, that's what he said? Yeah.
0: I was like, oh, oh my I was like, God. oh, I
4: was like, oh, planes. If
0: he said there's a, there's a lot, lot of planes
3: in, in Georgia, he would have been
0: well, probably right. To be fair, maybe he meant the Delta Hub. There's uh, not, not a lot of planes not in plains, <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> uh, so Lawson's going fishing today. Are, are you really, I am. How the
3: hell are you going to get? Oh, I guess it'd be, what, it'd be low? No, it'd be high tide this afternoon, uh, wouldn't it? It'll be low at 3.30
0: Oh, okay, so yeah,
3: I had my time. I'm all messed up. I ain't been fishing, I've been hunting, I ain't even paying no attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad for you. I'm happy for you, Lawson. It'll be good. I hope got, you got hope got my brother in town I hope you catch a big one. Well,
1: I won't get to So We're only getting a little bit of Lawson days leaving here soon. That's all right, that's all right. Just as
3: much as you need.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you couple, can only handle so much body. Like a couple time. more minutes of it. It is some big body. <laughs> we well, all want to phase out and hear what Scoop has to say? Yeah, let's yeah. see what Scoop's talking about. Alright, well, let's get this music up, let the people hear it, and see what he has to say. Thanks everyone for paying attention to the first segment.
4: Is that Halen or Hagar?
1: ZZ Top.
4: ZZ Top, excuse me. Jesus. What was I thinking? This segment of Valley Live brought to you by Barbara's European Spiritual Healer. Come by and see Barbara to get the finest European spiritual healing that your body desires. Barbara's open every Monday through Friday from 10 to 4. So come on by and get your spiritual healing from Barbara, if you know what I mean. Back to you, Paul.
1: Thanks, Scoop.
3: Why I fly with the pump from Reebok. When I pump up, my size 13s get support,
2: protection, and
4: a custom fit. So, Michael, my man, if you want to fly first class, pump up and air out.
0: Switch to the greatest sports performance shoe
2: in the world, the Reebok Pump. Pump up and air out.
1: Michael, hello Will. We are What's back. Around? We are back.
4: Is, is that Paul? Drive-by truckers for you.
3: I love me some drive-by truckers. Oh, is that Paul?
1: Hey. I know one person out there that that's pretty much all he listens to besides Trey. Terry. Terry.
2: Lock your door so nobody <laughs> ain't jump in your car and hold you up.
1: Uh, thanks, Mom. <laughs> that was my favorite. And hold me up. <laughs> and hold you up. What?
3: What? I do love the truckers I, I I do listen to other things But yeah,
4: I don't frown
1: When I hear the truckers Come on We got a buddy That's literally I mean bright I mean, Yeah In yeah. so, bands that they cover Maybe
4: well, Like know. Panic
1: fans you well,
4: do that yeah, but He's all about the truckers Me and him used to live together And we'd sit there Late at night Watching the truckers He'd stand up Watching the DVD And just start cheering Like Terry oh, It's 3 o'clock in the morning
1: gotta, And it's a, it's a DVD I gotta get a beer that we, Podcast beer.
3: That we own <laughs> That you've seen Thousands of times Probably at this point paul that's what breaks are for you're supposed know, to go get paul it. Really to share get much a... of the
4: show with us and then decides to leave
3: yeah and then you know all of us went I like, will has a full beer i have yeah, a full, full beer, beer that we retrieved for oh, ourselves yeah, yeah. during the break like normal people. whereas paul waits until after we're supposed to be talking to each other to go and reload you better start it's, it's cool paul we covered for it's you the
1: organic part of the show that makes okay, it great yeah.
4: oh organic in that uh some term for shitty
1: No That means <laughs> things happen As they happen uh, yeah. They do use shit To grow most organic stuff That's true
3: Alright uh, What's on the docket there Mr. Uh, Puckett he won't tell us I know it I, does He say. writes it all down But I'm, I don't We're know Quit looking at that I can't even read Your chicken scratch So it don't matter Well first I want to talk about I mean, look how nice And neat my
1: handwriting is
3: I mean I want you To look at that You can Anybody could read that And
1: then Paul I do it, want to talk about Uh Will, what? And his his house tour he had a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, so for this week, you know, Will's doing some honeydews and stuff to kind of fix and trim up the house a little bit.
4: Honeydews, more like masters-dos. master's dews. <laughs> yes, masters, yes, So I'm like, what? what's
1: going on? He's like, man, we're, we're doing this house tour. Uh, I'm like, tour we, of homes. Tour of homes. Wait, So you're touring homes, or
3: people are touring yours? People toured mine.
1: So they bought tickets to like go see eight different homes, I guess, that are part of the yep. circuit. You do have a nice home, but he had he like, had to get kicked out of it for two days. Like oh. couldn't even be there. Jesus. No, uh,
4: not at all. While well, like 500 people a day tramps through our house. And
3: no, wait, let me guess. This money didn't go to you. It went to some charity or something, right? Yeah, it's not like a.
4: If money would go to me, I'd have one of these things every week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man So did anything come of it Like what you get any reports back Like How awesome your break, home break is Breakdown <laughs> yeah. Did they grade it A chart did. No breakdown Did you win <laughs>
4: No it's a, it's a traditional thing Put on by the Catholic Church In Beaufort Which I'm not Catholic But they picked this area That I live in And uh So we got invited To the um The Tour of Homes Gala banquet Friday
1: night oh.
3: Before the tour started Oh you As, got, a, as so you, a
1: homeowner On the Tour of Homes So you get a little Wine and dine action Tuxedo.
4: No tuxedo. You're usually suspicious of a church uh, gala at night. It's like,
1: like, yeah, it'd be like sparkling fruit punch. Yeah. No, Catholics drink. Oh, oh, oh and, I Catholics they, and, I, and I found out they Baptists do. Baptists don't. No, they don't.
4: <laughs> and I found out how much they <laughs> enjoy drinking because it was an open bar, full liquor, full wine,
1: Catholics don't play. Mm-mm they don't got, play got to go through
4: they... <laughs> the, one of the highlights of the whole gala is their um what is it uh, silent auction which of course I went through and perused everything not interested in buying anything but I did see some great things that you usually don't see in the silent auction
0: like what
4: well two of them were first row left you could bid on and first row right you could bid on for the Christmas day service
3: oh god you bid on a seat in church? Yep.
4: A row. Could a few, you just... My friend.
3: Why couldn't you just bid on, like, an absolution to not go to church on Christmas then Day? Then there
4: was three <laughs> other ones um, that were great, and they are all tied in. I guess the pastor or priest there is named Father Paul. there's a <laughs> black and white headshot of Father Paul like he was auditioning for Frasier or something. Oh, nice. And uh, <laughs> one of the auctions was... Uh, Brunch with Father Paul. Oh, God. One was dinner with Father Paul. And one was uh, bourbon and cigars with Father Paul.
1: God, and you had to pay separately They're... for all these things? 250 a oh, pop. Yeah. So yeah. that reminds me, we're doing this, this garden gun jubilee thing this weekend. Hmm. And I'm going to it Sunday. And I was like, I just thought it would be a good thing to be at. And well, Channel. yeah. I'm Garden Guns. Fell
3: through, it's right up uh, here. Right. I guess my invitation fell through. Mine got lost yeah. in the mail, too. I don't well, know what if y'all want to
1: pay 85 bucks, I don't have to invite you. You can just pay 85 bucks to go. But are you they paying you, $85, Paul? Yes, I am. Oh, so, are you serious? Are you I,
4: really Father Paul?
1: So <laughs> they have all these options. The same thing is, like, you have your Saturday and Sunday event. But then they have the Friday boil at the Royal American with Garden and Gun that's $125. you are paying $125? No, 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 to no go to I'm the not Royal doing that. No, I mean, like,
3: but people are paying $125 to go to the Royal American. Yes. And you know what the
4: hilarious thing is well, about that? Just to cut you off, but it's a relevant point. The people that are paying $125 to go to the Royal American because Garden Gun American. would never go to the Royal American. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. To to that's know. And, and I guess it is. it is a cool Southern dive bar. That's kind of the. But they're, they're basically upselling it in order to be able to go to a dive bar. You know what I mean? Like It's a cool dive
3: bar, like but if, I wouldn't call it Southern. There's nothing inherently Southern about it. But if I went to like. It's like a dive bar tour.
1: Yeah, yeah Like if I went to Memphis If I went to Memphis I might pay a lot is. of money To go to the dive bar Blues bar That no one else Would know about That's what they're trying To They're trying to make it Unique in that way That normally Those people would Never know about Royal It's American. automatically
4: wrong Now that you're paying A lot of money To you see, go to yeah. a dive bar It, it, it see, negates the dive barness.
1: It, 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 it's It's you, but you don't understand you, you know what I mean the thinking oh, of that I, I don't know I, I, I get I, your I, point I,
3: I like yeah. we're not negating I, I your point I think it's ridiculous I'm I hate not it agreeing I hate it. all of it so, I think honestly anybody that, that, that doesn't know that Rural American is there should just not go to the Rural American
2: we ever speaking had a
1: shock top speaking <laughs> of we're playing Thursday night at the Rural American <laughs> who's we uh Eli just name Sam the, just name, name the band Push Pull Paul and the Four Strokes nice on Thursday Full band. you said Thursday night next Thursday night you working Next, th- yeah. Well, let the people out there know that we are playing. If you're in Charleston, at yeah. the Royal American Thursday,
3: shameless plug. Greatest, if I could get great- off of work, I would be there because that would be awesome. I love the Royal
4: American, and the greatest thing about it is when they have live bands. The stage is about the size of, of this two table, mil- two milk crates. Yeah, tier- I it can't wait. Bu- and it's right by the bar. I can't it wait is, to play. It, and it is your feet are about chest yeah, level. Yeah, chest to a ba- shoulder to a bartender. level. Bartender.
1: I but the, the cool it.
3: thing, man, is honestly, though, I've seen some good bands play there. I mean, I've had, yeah, like, I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? The Dirty Work, uh, what's his face? <laughs> out of Asheville. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. It sings Nautilus, yeah, no, 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 Nautilus. That's that's uh, that's for real. That's, that's they're out of Columbia, that's a different band. They live here now, yeah. The Royal Ten Full, saw them play. Oh, there, they're right?
1: good, yeah. Yeah, 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 So, anyway, back to this story about guard and gun thing, the event. I was scrolling through it, and all of a sudden, it says. Fishing tales and fishing secrets, and I'm like, oh my god, is this gonna be? They got Flip, Palette, and Chico. Oh, okay, well never mind. And it costs 250 bucks. No, the casting lessons cost 250 bucks. They're taking ten people, and then they have two separate events with Flip and Chico you can cast so, with them um, and then the other one is guys, listening uh, to fishing tales well, but here's the deal.
3: I would actually probably pay money to sit down and listen to flipping Chico State oh, telltales yeah. I
1: mean if I didn't you know I mean if I didn't I, and they're, they're all sold out the, all these functions are all sold well, out like, sure like, dude positive, positive and it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun why event why didn't
4: Richard Caso
3: get the invite that's a well, damn good
1: question I don't know, man. I, you have to ask. Well, Richard. He's well, gonna be here in a little well, bit. You well, maybe him. he did get. Maybe we just don't know if he's involved. Well, let's
3: ask him. I mean, he's he's out back doing his thing in his camper. It looks like he was trying to drain the uh, septic tank into your uh, into your drainage, your like uh, street drainage oh, out that's, there. That's great. But anyway, he'll be back in here. We can. Ask I can't him, believe man. he
1: literally lives in our cargo trailer. Yeah, it, well, you guys let him live in the backyard. It's. I like, don't. I mean, I mean, we just don't really. He didn't. He honestly doesn't show any signs of him living there, so it doesn't really like bother us. But if he's emptying his. Hey, I'm
3: just saying when I saw I pulled up, I, hmm.
1: I didn't ask no questions.
3: You know how it is with Richard. You're just you're better off not talking to him, to be honest. So uh, that's another good little song here.
1: I just just for conversation, I just brought a little question, okay. kind of a thought, you know. <laughs> so I hate the term bucket list. I'm not really gonna call it a bucket list.
3: Why do you hate the term bucket? list? I just I mean, can't
1: stand that. It's I, overused. He, I'll give you that. He, he hates buckets. <laughs> Like, always have. <laughs> why is it, a, like, before you kick the bucket? Yeah, is that the idea? The bucket, yeah, yeah, kick the bucket. That's, yeah. that's what it is. So where would you there's a
4: horrible Jack Nicholson, Morgan Freeman. Oh,
1: yeah, that was Oh, my God. I, really never, I never I never saw it because I knew it have I to be terrible. Either. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Um. All right, Mike. Where would be the last place, if you've never fished there before, that you'd want to go fishing? Like, where's the spot that you don't think you'll ever get to, but you'd love to get to?
0: The, okay. Um
1: maybe you will get that breaks
4: down in two different questions where's the last place you want to fish
1: that's a different question though yeah question yeah you might have have already fished there you
3: want somewhere i want to fish but i don't think i'll ever get there
1: yes that's that's okay the bucket
3: um i honestly think the the one that's that's probably never going to happen that i really would like to happen i honestly and i'm not a freshwater guy but i honestly would love to be i'd love to go to mongolia i'd like to chase time and, and i don't mean like one of these like package deal trips. Like, I'd like to do it like kind of on the weeks, raw a little out bit. There. Yeah. You
4: going to taste a bunch of time? Like,
3: I'm, not, I'm, not talking like, I'm not talking like the horseback ride and stuff like that uh, fish bum thing. Like, I'm not – you know, that's that's a whole other thing. But I'd like to do it – I wouldn't want to go to, like, some lodge and have somebody waiting on me, wipe my ass for me. Like, I'd like to just kind of go hang out in yeah. Mongolia, like check out. Like, have it a little out.
1: tent camp set up.
3: Yeah, and, and, and fish taming, you know. I think that would be – and that's one that, like, I, I really would – I really want to happen, but I'm pretty sure – on the list of things I'll get done in my life is probably going to fall short, um, but I think that's that's mine. Yeah, I think that is, I think that's it for me. Because the other ones I you know I dream about, I'm pretty sure I can make those happen. But that yeah. one's so far out that's there. That's what I mean. That's yeah. kind of
1: that's what I'm looking for here. Yeah, William
4: I want to be an asshole <clears throat> just to think out a top. I would want to go <laughs> fish for GTS just to come back. And I like <laughs> um, place I've never
1: fished that would, you don't think you'd ever possibly fish but you want to
4: I'd probably want to do some extended or shortened version of uh, Argentina kind of the way the first trial bombs was. yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I, I thought that s- was very cool like, they, they, like, they, were, they lived
1: they were, there for like three months yeah, yeah. that would be awesome that would be a good one and too. And just, just little ditches that just you pull yeah. over in your car, and like there might be fish mm-hmm. there. Well, and like say, and honestly,
3: like I like the way you did that because I, I want to fish our, uh, in Patagonia, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to make that happen in my lifetime because I, but
4: yeah,
3: I, but to do it the way they did it, yeah, that'll never happen. That was the coolest way yeah, yeah. to That's fucking amazing,
1: yeah. That that uh, DVD was so awesome.
3: Those first two, Kiwi Camo and the uh, Patagonia one, were.
1: Patagonia was first, right?
3: Yeah, Patagonia yeah, was first. Kiwi Camo was second. And both of those were just.
4: Well, yeah. the big difference with those, the first one, they if you've ever watched any of those, and especially the first one, it had such an unbelievable soundtrack. It was narrated. Yeah. And so I don't remember the soundtrack. It wasn't, it wasn't a lot of uh, conversation.
1: Yeah, it
4: was a lot of narration and
1: just cool shots. What kind of music was it? Was it kind of techno? Like
4: it's a little bit of everything. There's a little bit of traditional music. Uh, traditional. someday when we get Thad on, we can yeah, ask him yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just like kind of blur music that you'd probably be down there in a drunken bar and just hear oh
1: uh, so the local of? stuff yeah. kind of okay i talked to uh We probably we're down, paid five bucks for
3: it when we we're down I-Cast, i cast i kind of cornered chris owens um well corner we were all shit-faced in a bar together that's way to i looked
1: right. over and all his clothes off you mm, just need yeah, clothes
3: but anyway me and Co- owens is a bow hunter and, and i'm a bow hunter so we actually didn't talk about fishing at all the whole time we talked to each other we just talked about bow hunting And that was one of the things that we kind of talked about because on those early DVDs, he always had his bow with him, trying to kill rabbits and shit, you know. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I had more fun doing that shit, I think, than I did doing anything else. The whole time we were there,
1: we gotta get him one too. He said he'd
3: he'd do it. And how many times we've texted? Thad like eight times. He's he's, always like, he's
1: a busy man, but
3: he's always like a day, like the next day. He's like, yeah, dude, I'll totally do. I'm like, well, that
1: was like two days ago, but okay, (laughs) cool, buddy. I always like texting the day of. Yeah, and like, I, well, I do too. It's it's always we don't really think too far ahead on this. Well, thing.
3: those guys are like on Animal Planet and shit now. Like they're big deals. Like we can't just be texting them day of. I mean, they're our buddies and all, but like it might be
4: co-hosted the Puppy Bowl this year Woo! on Animal Planet. That's
3: a big deal. What's the game. Puppy Bowl? They do it on Super Bowl Sunday. They have the Puppy Bowl during the day, like way before the it's game. Like it's kind of like a dog show. Use, it's
4: kind of like how they, they put a bunch the of puppies. Bowl.
3: They put a bunch of puppies on a, a small version of a football field and they let them run around and they they pretend like they're playing football. Me and Mike
4: would know way too much about this. God, I've never <laughs> even
3: heard of it. It's on like middle of the day, like three hours before the game starts. Like when you're getting drunk and eating stuff. It's when it's you're on.
4: tired of hearing Terry Bradshaw talk <laughs> over and over. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's, it's not entertaining at all, really, but it is a bunch of cute puppies running around, and they, like, comment on it. Like, a lot of cute puppies. They're like, oh, look at number 47 going down the line. They this really like happens? Them. Yes, yeah. dude. It's God. on Animal Planet every year. It's called the Puppy Bowl. Look oh, my Lord. Oh, Sarah will love you. Just turn it on. It's 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 definitely cute factor. It's got the cute factor. Well, my,
1: my far-off destination, I think, would be Iceland.
3: Oh, yeah, man. For the brown, brown trout. Yeah, sea-run browns and Iceland. Like, I just
1: don't really ever see myself finding my way to Iceland
3: and you know what's true and honestly i think that's kind of like one of those things um like if you you could put I don't, same,
4: either, I don't either i don't paul i don't find you it
3: find yeah. awesome. <laughs> no. like you can put that up there almost with like fishing atlantic salmon in like scotland like you know where, yeah. like it's such kind of a
1: so that might be more habitable. you might find yourself in scotland or england but and, it's so but the fishing is so
3: unapproachable like the way it's done how it's probably not it is, too close yeah, you have to buy totally. beets and well, yeah. you have to have a and, gilly and, and like, the, it's it, just one of those things that's so far outside of well, you can't just go there and do it. Like You have to yeah. have a whole system. And, and I might, think Iceland's kind of like that. And this way, might be 10-year-old
4: sure. information. I don't know if Iceland has the Beats. Um, I don't I, think it does either. But, but. I know, but I know what they do have or used to have is you would have to soak your rods and equipment and certain types of material to make sure that you weren't bringing uh, over. And, yeah. I mean, it Bleach
1: was, and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it
4: was like a real intense thing and you also have to prove that you've done this. It's, like, it's not just easy like, like, here's my fishing rod. I'm.
3: Yeah. Well, in, in New Zealand, I'm sure Iceland the same way. You can't even bring used, like your boots, if you bring boots with you from, from the States, they have to be brand new in a box with a receipt. Yeah. Like with no wear on them at all. Like, you're not allowed to use I any... I feel like
1: Alaska went
3: through that for a little bit. I can clean up a stopped. receipt. Hell, I can
4: do that in two minutes. But, uh,
3: yeah, they like, they're like they they're hardcore about Like, they'll throw your shit away. And, like, if you bring in boots that are not in a box, you don't have a receipt, like a current receipt... Well, like isn't the big problem with like the
1: snails? Like, the snails, I think... It's uh, that Didymo,
3: the yeah, moss, yeah, yeah, yeah. that dynamo moss. That they call it rock snot here yeah, would not
1: whirling disease the first whirling disease
3: is a big one too like there's so many aquatic things that can live for a long time yeah. in fabrics and things and so boots like even if you wash them they're made out of fabric of some form and that, well, that that's,
1: felt and yeah.
3: seeds and larvae and stuff can live in those they things get so, up in yeah. there so like you have to with, with new zealand like they have to be brand new boots So like no matter what if you go to new zealand you're buying new boots like you got that i know that's a thing you're doing I'm, it i'm sure iceland's probably if they're making you soak your shit in bleach i'm pretty sure iceland's probably the same way but yeah, that's a good question, Paul. That was actually pretty solid thinking well, material.
1: I liked hey. it.
4: So whenever you buy new boots, kind of now or never for us. Yeah,
3: new boots. Might as well just book that flight. And book
1: it. So I'm gonna text. We got. We're gonna call Derek DeYoung. I'm gonna. Get, I think he has to get on pretty early. So I'm gonna text him and see if he's ready to rock. Okay. Well. well and well, you guys talk amongst yourself for a second
3: here. Oh <laughs> look, my girlfriend just pulled up.
1: Oh, there it is.
3: She's going out of town on a uh, girls' weekend. That I funded. Where's she going? Um,
1: that, I, that I funded. Well, her Hawk friends her
3: friends getting married, and uh, they're going for you know the bachelorette weekend down in uh, St. Augustine, Florida. They rented okay. a house, and uh, I, I'm happy to have funded it because she needs a good girl again. She's been working her ass off, so uh, but she's got to leave before you got kick that door. Right. She's got to leave before I'm going to be done with the show, so she's coming by to say hello. And There she is, little ring and dandy Yeah. Hello. So. Well,
1: oh, going to St. Augustine, eh?
3: Yeah. yeah I just told him. I told him I funded your trip to St. Augustine.
1: Sure, she yeah, loves that. Yeah, was. that the <laughs> I, said I
3: also said I was proud and happy to do it because you deserved it. A Kiss on there. Yeah, a little kiss
1: making out on the radio. Oh. Isn't there a band called that, like making out on the radio, something like that? Phone on the radio or something terrible? Oh, TV on the radio. That's it. That's Have a
3: seat, baby. We'll we'll see you here at the break.
4: It was TV on the radio or Vampire Weekend. I get those two confused. The, like the lead singer died. It
1: sounds like, oh, well. It None of it sounds good to me.
3: That's good music. <laughs> I don't
1: know. All right, well, he's not texting back. Should and, we just go ahead and talk? And TV
3: him? killed the radio star? Is that another one? No, that was a song. I know. The television <laughs> killed the radio star. Oh, television killed him.
1: Well, um, let's go ahead and do. I'll get the text back from him in a second. Let's go ahead and do. Uh, uh what was spoken word with doug
3: yes rock dad? oh we have so much fun with like so this is the newest insert on basically a fun with doug audio um and so will just randomly came up with this freestyling uh as it were and so we're gonna do this for you because this is awesome you gotta have it you gotta have so it We decided life.
4: to do a little spoken word with doug and see how it goes so uh, let's see paul if you want to turn down your yep. music
3: yeah here we go bongos
1: I'm going to go with Florida. Listen up. You better start noticing. I'm drinking a very large beer tonight. Getting crazy. I love Budweiser. All right, Mr. Will. I... Well, it means so much to me that you guys miss me. Mexico.
3: And that's Doug's spoken word.
1: <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, I love it. Like it's so much fun. I was more waiting fun. for that background music. I thought it started hitting a music set. Well,
3: no, they we did that one in in warm up, and we didn't we didn't like the guitar uh, background. It got uh, a little too aggressive. It was hard to hear Doug. Gotcha. And the key to spoken word is hearing the spoken So word. those
1: are some latest favorites from the Soundbite catalog.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we have more fun with Doug, I think, when Doug's not here. Uh, somebody in a silver truck just come whipping in here. It wasn't right. Doug. It was the it's silver truck. All right, let's call, truck. let's
1: call Derek. He's ready to rock. All
3: right, let's do Derek DeYoung.
1: All right, let's see what we got here. And all our glory. Starting up party early. Hello, Derek.
2: Hey, man.
1: Hold, oh, let me turn this music down real quick. Hold on a second, buddy. A little out of sorts okay. here. All right, we're ready for you. All right. You got uh, Will and Mike and myself. Hey, Derek. How we doing, buddy?
2: What's going on, guys? Oh, uh,
1: not much, man. We're just uh first show back in about a month, so we're just kinda getting all the kinks out a little bit and uh we appreciate you uh taking a little time for us to call and buggy today.
2: Yeah. No problem. My pleasure.
1: So so as most people you know, if they're listening and they, they fish and they don't live, you know, in a hole, they probably know that you uh are an artist and do uh some uh really cool stuff and you you had a little little tenure out in montana and uh now you're in yes, Michi- sir now you're back home in michigan
2: yep yep up in the cold here
1: well so how long have you? how long have you how long were you in montana and how long have you been in michigan now
2: <clears throat> i was out in montana for just sort of nine years oh wow and
1: uh i didn't realize yep, it was that loved long it
2: out there yeah it goes fast when you just uh going season to season oh now it's time to go catch some brown trout oh now it's time to go to that spot and fish hoppers and before you know it nine seasons have gone by
1: i know man that's crazy crazy for sure and you've been in michigan <laughs> now like just what a little bit past a year
2: yeah yeah last fall we moved back out here and uh get a little closer to family um kind of plug back in uh both mine and Janelle's parents are kind of all retiring right now and we were just on the once a year program you know seeing family and and uh it's sure good to be back and be able to watch my nephew play uh his junior high basketball game and you know get together with my dad and brothers and do some things so we're enjoying that for sure
3: well Derek uh, this is Mike man um I follow you on Instagram like probably a lot of the guys that are uh, listening that uh that that know who you are and uh I've noticed you're doing some uh license plate work um I can't remember exactly which states it was that I've seen you do the work for um what kind are you guys doing that to raise money for conservation or, or what's going on with those they look cool by the way yeah
2: hey Mike um well yeah that's what those programs are and um I I've always thought that that would be a really cool thing to get involved with, with my art. You know, one of those simple, weird things like to go down the road and see your, your artwork on a license plate. But, uh, um, I brought it up like to kind of the local T U chapters and it always seemed like a pretty far fetched thing, kind of a difficult program to push through. But, um, there was a group in Washington that wanted to get it going and, uh, we submitted some work and they picked one of my paintings and just worked out. So that's awesome. um, One of those things that, uh, you guys keep trying and it eventually happened.
1: (laughs) Well, I would imagine. Sorry, buddy. Keep going.
2: Oh, now that it happened, uh, with the one plate in Washington, which is cool. And they are raising, uh, funds to study, um, steelhead, uh, one way or another. A lot of people have like, specifically asked me what they're going to use the money for, and I really don't know. Um, but uh, I got to imagine they're going to be doing some good things. Um, but we're working on one for Montana, which I'm really excited about and is going to be near and dear to my heart, being that that was uh, my home and always will be kind of a special place to me. So
1: That's awesome, dude. Uh, as an artist myself, I, would, I think it would be so cool to be driving down the road and seeing something like that on a license plate for sure and knowing that it's just you know all those funds that people pay extra for to have that are going directly to the resources and all that stuff so that's cool man
2: yeah you know paul i think the older you and i get the longer we're we're, uh doing this thing with our art it just becomes more and more apparent like what opportunities we have to give back as artists and you know we're lucky because a lot of guys you know are searching for a way to give back and it just kind of falls in our lap
1: yeah absolutely man for sure uh and as far as your art goes i know that we talked the other day and uh you know we were we're trading some underwater material and references and uh i'm excited to see that what an eight foot long canvas you're working on with that tarpon
2: yeah man Uh I uh, talked to one of my clients that had a, a bit smaller piece in mind, and I said, hey, let's do this big, and, and he was game for it. So went with an eight-foot canvas. And the thing that's kind of different about this painting is it's uh, monochromatic, meaning um, one color plus black and white. And uh, so it's indigo, which is not a bright color at all. So it's not really what you'd expect of me. I usually do a lot of, you know, pretty uh, brightly colored fish painting. So this is, it's got kind of almost a metal look to it. I know, but,
1: man. I saw the progress of it. I'm sure if people want to check it out, they can get on your Instagram and check it out for sure. I'm, I'm excited to see how it ends.
2: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a beast. I'm using like two-inch brushes and, and uh, having to... Stand all the way back to the other wall in my studio to really get perspective of you know, if I'm accomplishing good things with it, you know.
1: That's awesome, dude.
3: Well, Derek, um, talking about uh odd canvases and um uh, things, I saw a while back where you were doing uh you did kind of a series of different paintings um where you actually painted on an actual fish mold. Um I think you did a permit I think you did a tarpon. Um, how, yeah. how was that? I, mean, that I mean i'm not an artist and, and i'm sure a lot of people aren't artists but from your perspective how, how different was that to have to paint in a three-dimensional uh painting instead of, and, and make it all tie together including all the you know uh, features on that fish that were that were there i mean was that was that tricky or was it you know how did that play out you know that's it's it's funny
2: because it's just it's playing and i mean i think I don't think I know Paul's the same way. We just play with our art. This is what we've done our whole lives. And, and you know, that painting on those mounts, it's not a real serious thing to me, but it's something that it's a nice change of pace. And um, it's a challenge because there's already dimension there. And, and as a, you know, artist, the whole thing I'm trying to do is, like, give dimension to things and make them appear... Um, 3d well this is already 3d so uh it kind of throws you for a loop but um it's a fun change up and and it's been kind of cool to see that people are receptive of um you know these fiberglass mounts like as the canvas you know so just kind of uh keeping it fun keeping it keeping some variety
1: it's awesome and it turned out really cool uh and speaking of that Starting to speak a little salty, I know you're heading to Florida in January, which you do every year. You go down there for three to four months. How has that changed kind of your artwork and kind of how you see things as far as that goes?
2: You know, um, before I moved out to Montana, I just, like, fantasized about it for years. And, uh, you know, when I finally moved out there, it was like I – could barely get into the studio I was like fishing every day but I just couldn't get enough and it's been the exact same thing as I have kind of transitioned into doing the Florida thing you know being Saturday mornings it's snowing in Michigan and I'm watching Flip Pallet fish the keys and would give anything to be there doing that and um, so I've just loved it It's it's brought a whole level of kind of authenticity to uh to my saltwater work which is what i'm shooting for you know i you uh you don't get that authenticity to your work by looking at photos you got to go out and experience it and uh you know live that adventure because then, when you're back in your studio um working i mean that's what's in your head is that adventure you had out on the water what makes what we do so much fun isn't it paul
1: yeah absolutely no i agree you know before i actually went bone fishing i did a couple pieces on bones and i kind of felt it's more like i felt guilty about painting them before i actually caught one and went out and did it and when you actually go out and do it it definitely brings uh not just validity but just you know the real thing to the painting for sure
2: yeah for sure no i'm the same way
3: all right so now for the million dollar question um Are you, are you, uh, if you had to fish before you're going to die, you're going to die tomorrow. Are you going fishing in saltwater or are you going fishing in freshwater?
2: Question is if I've got one more day to fish.
3: Yeah, that's it, buddy. One, that's it.
2: (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) You know, I'm probably going trout fishing. Ah, Um, (laughs) you know, I am like at heart, a trout guy. And I think the best, that there possibly is is to fish a great hatch for trout. I mean that's what really is the most captivating to me.
3: Well, we were so close to being best friends.
1: We just lost it. That was it. I'm sorry. It's never going to happen. Well, you know, Michael's background is trout fishing too, so <laughs> he he can't escape that as well. There so
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> no there's nothing there's nothing like a like a brown drake hatch for sure, or sure or you know even just a caddis hatch it's it's all awesome it's all awesome
2: yeah no but it's i love being you know on the flats and the flats is just uh, a whole crazy deal because of just the wildlife you're seeing out there and i mean you're surprised i'm surprised by something i see every time um We went out, we had two or three days a couple years ago in the Keys that were so calm, no wind. You could see everything on the bottom, even, you know, in 20 feet of water. We found, like, an underwater, like, a hole that had, like, caves going off the side of the hole. And there were probably 25 or 30 tarpon in this big hole. We drifted over it. And they kind of held in the hole, and these were like, you know, adult tarpon. We kind of putched around, got back up over it, and went over it again. And this time, a big bull shark came into the into that deeper hole, and um, two great big tarpon came up and started like biting at its tail and biting its fins, and just ushered it right out of there. And it was just something I, you know, maybe my whole life I'll never see something like that again, but. There's all kinds of just crazy stuff happening out there, and that's what I yeah. love about it.
1: Uh, me too, man. You just never know what you're going to get. Well, hey, man, I hope to see you in late January, and uh, where where's the best place for people to check out your work and all the other stuff you have, shirts and cups and every uh, all kinds of stuff you got?
2: <clears throat> you know, if you want to check out products or any of my recent uh, original work, just my website is my name, Derek. Young.com, or I'm on Instagram under Derek DeYoung, and I'm you know pretty active on that, so you can kind of see uh, progress shots and whatever current painting I'm working on.
1: Cool, dude. Well, thanks, man.
2: Absolutely, Paul. Good to talk with you guys today.
1: Yeah, man. Here. Thanks, thanks man. for coming by, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. That's Derek DeYoung, everyone. Yeah, nice dude. All right, guys. Be good. See you, buddy. Bye bye.
3: Yeah, and if, I mean, I don't know that there's somebody listening to the show that doesn't know who Derek Young is, but if you don't, seriously, go check out his stuff. I mean, we pimp Paul's art all the time, but Derek's also a really good artist. Um, he's uh, he's very talented, and, and he does things a little differently than a lot of guys out there. Um, I don't know how you wouldn't know his stuff. I mean, he's he's been plastered on all all kinds of things in every fly shop you've ever been in in your life. Yeah, but. he's
1: done he's done really well the last ten years, twelve years. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, yeah, it's hard to go in a fly shop and not see old something about Derek.
3: Yeah, on a fly reel or a, or a flask
1: or a, you name it, man. He's been on a lot of things. But I just noticed I got some sort of Google message from someone named Amina Love. Ooh, Let's see what this is. you
3: got to stop going to them porn Oh, She just alert. says
1: hello. I guess <laughs> this
3: is where I'm supposed to like. Text her uh, this is where you're supposed to bite. This is it, man. Yeah, it's I'm going to go ahead and X that out. Yeah, <laughs> just go ahead and get out of there. <laughs> All right, we ready for a break? We got a wait, We got a news update. We do.
1: Don't we? We do have a news update. Yeah, uh, Mike the news guy came back. He he told us he was going to work with us in the future and he is. What what wrong name were we calling him that one whole segment? Mike Smithithinson
3: was the first one. Or no, his, oh, Steve. S- S- we, maybe we started Steve. calling him Steve. His How name is Mike Smithson and we were calling him Steve Smith. I think it's
1: Mike Smithithinson
3: yeah it's something like that it's 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 obviously Swedish or something it's one of those like you know Nordic names that got a lot of extra letters in them
1: well uh hold on a second let me just figure out i he gave me this uh little coordinate I gotta uh, get here Oklahoma, Crystal Methamphetamine. all right, so all uh, right let me get to Mike let me get these coordinates right here um hold on a second here all right all right Mike you there yeah all right buddy we got you at the wapu cut boat ramp i think is that where you are out today i think
4: that is correct paul out here the wapu cut boat ramp just uh seeing all the guides and uh clients coming in and out just having a fine day of fishing on this uh brisk fall day
1: well we can't thank you enough for uh joining in with us again uh we had a great time with you last time at the uh, birthday show and i think uh mike's gonna ask the first question out there yeah so uh so mike uh
3: I, I've been to Wapu Cut a few times. It's usually pretty entertaining with folks coming in and out. How's the uh, how's the backup at the landing? The, the traffic situation, if, as it were. Oh my,
4: great question! It's been bagged up for several hours here. Uh, lane three is actually open at this moment, so if you want to drive on down and uh, dip the boat, this right open. Woop, 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 just filled up, so uh, give us another ten minutes. But uh, wind's kind of laying low, Uh, sun's out, uh, tails are out. So uh, I would recommend everybody get out here and have a good time. Uh, It's definitely picking up, you know, everybody's getting ready for the holiday season.
1: How many empty 12-pack cartons are there just kind of lying around the uh, extremities of the launch there?
4: Yeah, let me go through here. Let me just look over here in the uh, random uh, trash pile assortment. I am counting uh, about four right now. I'm seeing uh, two natural lights, one Bush Ice, and one
1: Budweiser. How many empty plastic ice bags are there uh, uh, Just
4: too many to count on today, Paul. It's just too many to count.
1: And so, um, how many fistfights have
3: you seen? Just as we while we're counting things, I mean, it usually gets a little hot around that. landing. Is, is it looking all right? Or is there been any breakouts?
4: Uh, say so that again, Mike, I apologize, you kind of broke up over here with all the boats being, uh, trailered in. I
3: I said it gets a little hot at that landing sometimes with all the traffic and all Have you. Have you seen any fistfights, any, uh, altercations, as it were?
4: No, I've seen a couple, uh, verbal excursions, uh, it's been pretty, it's been pretty laid back, uh, couple guys showed up with their boat trapped and you know uh, they show up with a little bit of a, a pissy attitude but it uh, seems like everybody's having a good time out here today
1: now today you got the the low country uh winter classic i think uh, tournament going on so you that's have right. that's right so we were expecting i think about 150 boats launching uh and i
4: did see a lot of matching shirts that's a good point paul
1: okay good uh how many bait guys versus say fly guys have you seen
4: uh, the count I've got right now is 92 to 58 uh, bait guys to fly.
3: That's a good showing for the fly guys. That's really. a standard ratio. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah good. I
4: mean, There's... I counted the fly guys a boat with a fly rod in it. Now, they also had a bait casting rod, but I just counted you know, Hybrids. I kind of want to break it down. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the hybrids typically put a fly rod on there to look, kind of oh, up yeah. their game, class look. Exactly, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah they're... They're never well, they definitely them. have a
4: look. You got a point there.
0: <laughs>
1: Well, you're gonna so in a little bit. You're gonna hop in the old bird and kind of give a above above water view of this for us. Yeah, you're gonna jump in the old Channel
4: Four News Team uh, bird and uh, give a couple uh, live shots from the flats. See what's going on. See how everybody's doing. And I'm uh, gonna cut back to you guys and see if I can give you all kind of on the water report.
1: All right, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it, buddy.
4: Oh no problem. By the way, uh, this news report brought to you by Umberto's Bread Store. Mm -mm -mm. nothing like that good old Venezuelan bread. So come on down to Umberto's Bread Store and get you some good old-fashioned Venezuelan bread. Thank you, guys. I'll see you all on the
3: water. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Bye-bye. Oh, Umberto's Bread Store is a solid joint. I like
1: Mike. Mike's a good dude. Um, right. i can't wait to get the i love the chopper uh i'm chop, saying yeah. it's so cool that we're getting a chopper report
3: well i mean first you start out with your drone videos now we have an actual helicopter helicopter, like a yeah. helicopter. gas burning people inside yeah mm-hmm.
1: hella style all right
3: well let's take a little break and we'll come on back
1: oh yeah i forgot that is break time and anyway. yeah
3: that was the whole point of that
1: well commercial all right thing. we're going we're going <laughs> All right Know what to say when we come back? I just make a stupid like sound or something. Yeah, I mean, you don't have like a confident way of coming back into the. Oh, well, I wish. Show?
3: I wish you could hear our body language because when that we came back in on that one with that music jam, we were all in here like jamming we were, out. We were rocking out, silently
1: yeah. jamming out. Oh gosh, uh, someone's yeah. calling the flood tide office.
3: Is this the flood tide?
1: Yeah, it's probably yeah. doing this thing. When you so go I never, grow. I never really feel confident on it. Like I'm, I always go. Whoo!
3: Yeah, it's, I mean, is there a right or wrong way to do it? Well, the thing is, Paul, it's our show, so
1: I hey, that's think, a damn fine point.
3: I mean, we can do whatever we want. I honestly, I don't see anything wrong with us just going, woo, where we're back. You know, that's fine too. You know, I, like I said, we, they can't take our visual cues to how excited we are, so you got to tell them how excited you are. It's a magic radio. Mm. So we'll we'll conducting business because uh, technically flood tide still is operating right now and well believe it or not their phone does ring from time to time it does right. it does
1: yeah you guys need like a it's so s- funny when people come by here and visit I think they expect that we're just. Basically doing this. I yeah. think they think that, like, 90% <laughs> of the time we're just literally goofing off, which there is some of that, but anyway. Well, I mean,
3: I've, I've occasionally drifted in the back door just randomly, you know, when I have a minute or two, and, yeah. and, you know, we do talk and shit, but most of the time it's just you and Will shouting at each other about orders or something's wrong on the website or something needs to be fixed, and, you know, it's y'all are working fools, man. You guys bust your asses in here, um, believe Speaking of
1: someone that used to come in here, I think we should throw a little... Uh, I don't know what you would, I guess, dedicate maybe this show to him. But uh oh, well, Evan Merrill used to come in here oh, quite a bit. Yeah. I-, I wanted to bring that up.
3: Uh, I'd forgotten. There's about no good
1: it. way to bring it up, but no, you know, there's no right or wrong time to talk about it. But yeah, uh, uh, as a lot of people know, lost his life basically because some dude just wanted to punch him. He wasn't even in a fight or anything. No, some guy took a cheap shot at him at
3: the bar. Yeah, you know, hit him f- out of the crowd. Said, "I'm going to punch that guy."
1: Well, he was out in front of the bar. Yeah, I'm the bouncer right. was talking to him. And Evan, you know, like, I would be at 3.30 in the morning in New Orleans. Probably wouldn't his normal self. And some dude just decided to swing at him just because he could and get away with it. And then they locked the door and left him out on the sidewalk. And Anyway, mm-hmm. the point is it didn't end well. And uh,
3: Well, let's well, let's be a little more respectful than that. Uh, Evan passed away because um, not everybody out there is going to know what happened, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, he sustained some head injuries. Yeah ended up on life support for a number of days and um was not able to recover so evan did pass away uh evan was a a captain uh he was a guide in west north carolina he guided in alaska he guided here in charleston um he was he was a respected guy i you know i'm i was loosely friends with evan i was not as close with him as some of our personal friends are um and you know where um but our, our thoughts and prayers and, and all of our uh, you know condolences, of course, go out to Evan's family um, and the people that really did know him well. Yeah. Um, you know, by all intents and purposes, even the little bit that I knew him, he was a good dude, uh, solid guy, uh, great fisherman. Um, and you know, it's it's just a really well, no no other way to put it. It's a really shitty way to go out for. Uh, a young guy who you know had a lot going for him i mean it was really just i mean we had to bring down
1: but well you know we needed to
3: talk about it yeah so uh, you know but just, the,
1: you know the point was like he's he was a big supporter of what we do and he was uh so it's it just sucks to see someone in the in the fishing community family that happened to so yeah kind of a down careful the out but, there yeah i mean you never know what kind of phone call you're gonna get the next day yeah
3: yeah i mean yeah uh, so yeah, so like I said, all our hearts go out to those guys that, and and the family. I mean, really, that's all I can really say. I, I don't I don't know what else to say about it. But uh, we're gonna carry on uh, as he would have wanted us to carry on. That's right. Yeah. By playing Robert O'Keefe and talking about flo- and talking about flooring. Hell yeah, you know he's hanging out with us right now. So we're
1: gonna keep moving. All right. So what we got on the docket there, Papa? Pucket? So <clears throat> I don't know if and I know Will knows this, and I know Mike probably knows this. But whenever it comes to down to some sort of home project, and the the clashing of the horns (laughs) on how it's going to be done, when's it going to get done, who's it going to be done by? Who's gonna do it? So we had like our basically our air conditioning in August just something shit the bed. Yeah, something, but we didn't know it was happening. There was this, you know how when you get that exhaust and the water collects in that tray. Well, all of a sudden, it's well <laughs> it was shaking in his little like... It just put
4: me into another level of something. So, I can talk tech and add to that.
1: this thing, this AC we have, kind of has this condensation tray. Well, they where, all do, yeah. Yeah, and well, that thing uh, overfilled, and we had no idea. So, so every time probably, the drain was
3: probably on the drain, it was probably plugged up or something.
1: Yeah, it was. So, uh,
3: over condensation. So, so, <laughs> yeah.
1: so, every time the thing would turn off, it would just like a, a river. Uh. So it went behind the wall and under the flooring in the hallway for like a week. Oh yeah, I had I no knew, idea. I knew your about
3: flooring it. was tore up for. A while. So one
1: day I was walking out and I feel this squish, squish. Oh. Uh, water's coming up through the cracks, of the flooring. So we came, people came over, tore it down. So it was basically two months of it sitting there just barren. Paul, when are you going to do it? I've seen it. You know, when are you going to fix it? I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. So we finally got the wood, and I d- I worked on it for about thirty minutes. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> So if two months before that, we would have just come up with a plan of having someone do yeah. it. So we had, we quote-unquote, had someone do it this past Monday. Let's just say they're coming back. They're supposed to come back today. It just it, it was, there's a word for how they rigged it, and they didn't do too well.
3: We can call it Jerry-rigging, uh-huh. if that makes you feel better.
1: Um, sure. And it just, I don't know. It's just, it's been such a hassle, and Sarah finally... She couldn't sleep Tuesday night because she woke well, up few, some eight seconds. And she woke up she's, or uh Wednesday morning at five in the morning to go out look at the wood and I heard her is out there talking to herself about it. Like oh, it's just God. like she can't get past it. it. Hung up on it, man. Oh, she's so hung up they on it. They do that. Women like, do Like to that. me it's a floor. Like I'm like, ah eh, eh, I'll walk on it just fine.
3: <laughs> we lived at we lived at Murray Hill Road there, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: So, to me, it's a floor. I'm fine with it. I don't have a home and garden expo coming over oh, yeah. to see it. And if people want to buy it someday, it's a condo. If people want to buy it someday, they'll want to redo it anyway. Oh, you know, it It's anyway. just God. Uh, so, okay,
2: you can use some of our American Express miles to get your tickets.
1: Thanks, Mom. That's about where it would come into a conversation <laughs> with her. I could be talking to her about flooring, and next thing you know, she's talking about American Express models. Oh, like, that's man. how my conversation was. going.
2: Right? On. I'll, I'll talk to you later.
1: Okay, Dad. Anyway, right. so flooring, uh, the saga is still going on. It's such a fucking whip. saga
4: continues. Oh, my saga god, saga
1: continues. So we found out just a little bit ago, the text that I got was Sarah saying, the floor guy is not coming today now. Like, oh. So let's go to grab a happy hour somewhere. So well, it is
3: Friday. Well, yeah,
1: he's got you know, nothing to do. <laughs> the guy, he was a Cowboy fan, though. Oh, well, the floor the, guy. that
3: explains the problems right know. there. That was like the beginning of the That's problem. half
1: of it. Spoke that geechy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that geeky.
2: Yeah.
1: That over Look at him. get on So he goes, he <laughs> goes, no, you, he goes, <laughs> we watching that game the other night. And I with my grandmother, and she's a Red skin fan, and every time the Cowboys scored, she just kept drinking that Jack Daniels. That's the worst Geechee accent I've ever. I like that. I'm not. I'm not trying. Anyway, so <laughs> and she said, by the time that game was over, she couldn't even see the TV anymore. Drinking that Jack Daniels.
2: <laughs> yeah, when, when yeah, you yeah, like yeah yes, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> I like Budweiser. <laughs> mm. That's true. Oh, well, we got how many? How many oh, Doug drops do we have now? God, like fifty.
3: You're going to need a new hard drive. 20? You're going to need one of those external hard drives just to store your Doug drops there before long. Mm
1: -hmm. I wonder what Doug's doing right now in Costa Rica. (sighs) Let's be honest. Being amazed by something? (laughs) Mexican. Being
3: amazed by something or just doing something really girly that he knows we would give him shit for if, if we could see him. You better start noticing. Getting I love a, that he's getting a pedicure while getting massaged in a towel wra- wrapped around his hair. Oh man. That's oh you
1: have no that. idea <laughs> <laughs> We probably just have about enough where you could have general responses like yeah that. exactly Someone would think he's here you yeah, know? yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't
1: Oh yeah all right boys so has at y'all's place the Christmas decorations begun? I had a
4: tour of home, so my house is fully...
1: Oh, that decorated. was Christmas-themed mm-hmm. already for that? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it sure as that one Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, it was still... There's only so many pilgrims you can put in your house. Well, but that was pre-Thanksgiving. I know. No, did you... That, that was already Christmas-decked out? hmm Oh, my God. So my headache did not even... That's. Mm-hmm. I can't even conceive Christmas... Or Christmas uh, no. music let's, let's Until see. December Like after Thanksgiving I'm, I'm fine with no, it
3: No I'm with you Yeah until Thanksgiving Don't you yeah. dare Start putting Christmas I mean, music I, on. I, I, I had to Forget re- it I had to rebuild I had to rebuild A
4: set of stairs On a porch I had to paint Two <laughs> sets of uh, porches I had to restain A front door
1: oh, um, Mr. Handy Dandy I, Over there uh, son
4: I had to uh,
3: you should have just called him to fix driveway. your floor.
1: I, no <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> I'm over here bitching <laughs> about the floor.
4: Will's building a house. <laughs> I know. And, and the thing that, that like with the uh, air conditioner thing, it's like I, we have this refrigerator. It's a nice refrigerator. It came with the house. I would never spend that much on a refrigerator. But ice kept building up on the bottom. And like oh. every other couple nights, I'd just be in the freezer with the power off, circuit This was like a
1: fruit. year ago, though, right? It's still going. Oh, okay. And I remember so all this I've business. had to clear
4: all this ice out the bottom. And so, dude, I am this is turning to my passion <laughs> is to fix this problem. <laughs> and so literally the last thing I did, it was all desperation. I was like, I think I got this thing
3: licked, Penny. I think I got a beat. And I like, opened up the freezer. I was like, God
4: damn it. There's this in the It's
3: literally like the modern version and speaking keeping keeping with the Christmas theme, it's the modern version of the Christmas story with the, the Yeah, furnace. with the furnace. The that furnace was <laughs> me. That was me. It was like a monster. In, your, yeah. Like your kids are going to tell a story about you. Yeah, and, I, was with the greatest, your head. I was the greatest freezer fighter. Yeah, you're going to have your head and shoulders in the freezer just cussing and screaming and banging on shit. So, <laughs> so
4: this is literally how I fixed it. So there is a drain tube in the bottom that this water pours into. So obviously something was obstructing this thing. Yeah, it's
3: not draining. Yeah. It's not draining. Uh, so,
4: so it's ice building up. So, now you're telling me. I'm telling you this, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. Well, free. no, but no no, like, no, 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 I'm with you. I, but I've done all these kind of things trying to figure it out. So it have a thick sheet of ice. I pour salt on it. A Little quick goat thinking. Yeah, yeah. Get the yeah ice broken yeah. up. Pull it up it out water would not drain out of it it just could not get water to drain so i think the last thing i did as i had at Lowe's and i found a quarter of an inch diameter tube you just made about, a bigger drain that's about eight feet long no uh-huh. stuck that thing in there after I, in the drain hole after i drained everything out poured hot water from the sink into it and then attached a bicycle pump to the sum of bitch and just started pumping <laughs> and <laughs> I think, and I, I, think I fixed it that is, that is so MacGyver
3: <laughs> build a little pressure you can just blow it right out of there whatever it
4: is this, this thing you, this thing is fucking up my universe and, Penny, that, and Penny's like Everything's wrong. Like, There's
3: ice in the bottom. Did that, so like somebody lived in your house before you did with that refrigerator? Yeah. yeah. Somebody probably let like some, something thaw out that had like a chunk of something that Never got had down a pro- in that yeah. drain. Never had it. a
4: problem with it before.
3: Oh. I mean, it just well, recently So is so it fixed lecture. now?
1: Supposedly.
3: We'll find out. No ice is building up. Mm-hmm. It's we'll going a couple days. Later. We'll find out later. I forget what we are even Can talking about. Can you imagine
1: about. if someone came over to fix the fridge and they showed up with a bike pump? I nice. feel <laughs> like this guy does not know what he's doing, but hey, if it works, it works.
3: Hey. No, I fixed we were
4: never, there there have been many a drinks had over that open freezer. I fixed my buddy's
3: outboard in the Everglades with a uh, 4 foot length of speaker wire, uh, a screwdriver and some duct tape. Uh, his solenoid had blown, and I bypassed the solenoid using said speaker wire and some duct tape. And we hot, like, literally hot wire jumped it every time you just touch the speaker wire together and it would turn the motor over. There you go. Well, you, what was that back in the day when you were kids? I know you know this, being from Redneck, North Carolina.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, when, like, your battery wouldn't start, or no, no, the starter was out that you could get a wrench. And touch the battery
3: or something else, and totally
4: start the car. No, so no, like what you oh, do? Yeah, yeah. No, what
3: you do is what happens is you can. What happens too? Like what happens is a lot of times, like so. There's two ways. Okay, so I've, my old truck had bad starters all the time. Yeah. So I've done this recently, like within the last two years. So you have two things going on. So like if your if your starter won't go over, sometimes there's a solenoid on the back of the starter uh-huh. that that basically relays when you hit the on switch on your on your car, it lets the flow of energy that's coming from your battery connect and go into it. the starter. But if that solenoid is bad, you can take a screwdriver. Screwdrivers preferential, a long handle one, because you got a rubber handle, so you don't get shocked and a glove and you take it and you touch on the top of the solenoid and you touch the main battery connect on the other side. And when you do that, you arc it and you bypass that solenoid and you're basically sending the current straight into the starter. Now, if your starter's not froze up, it will kick over and it will crank like that. If your starter's froze up and you can hear it like engaging, but sticking, the other option is take a heavy wrench and bang on the side of the starter and if it's a little rusty or something and it's stuck in there you can jiggle it enough by banging on it with a hammer or a heavy wrench or something banging on it right where it meets your flywheel housing you tap on it real real hard <laughs> and it will break that thing loose because your starter just got like this little gear that's on a spring load kind of thing when it gets up to a certain RPM it juts out hits your flywheel turns your flywheel so it gets stuck in there sometimes with rust and whatnot. Uh-huh. so when you bang on it it jiggles it and it boop and it shoots out of there and <laughs> It'll, it'll start right up My,
4: my other ingenious uh, Redneck things To solving problems With cars Is if a fuse Would go out In older cars You'd put a 22 bullet In to replace oh, the fuse You can do that With
3: well, the old ones You can't old do it With ones. the new can't ones do no, no, yeah, you can do it. I've definitely I've done the screwdriver Trick with those too Sometimes you put it In beside the fuse yeah. like If it's not making A good connection You just wiggle it around So you get a good Connect on it And it starts working You just pull the screwdriver out There you go Trust me man I, When it comes down To jerry I know you've done things, I've done some things In my life Things I'm not proud
1: of, but things I've done.
4: I hear you.
1: All right, Paul. What are oh. you so we were. So, oh, the Christmas stuff. So my problem was Thanksgiving was on a Thursday. Like Sarah, it always is. It it it, it, well, it was. It is. We get in the car on Tuesday to go like get some stuff at the grocery store or something. And there's Christmas music on. Uh, and I'm like, Man, that's bullshit. You can't do that. Like, I, you're gonna get 31 days of it.
3: You're talking about a world where Black Friday starts on Thursday, Thanksgiving Thursday. Like, it's not even Black. They call it Black Friday, but it's not even fucking Friday anymore. It's Thursday. Some places, it's, that, it's like That, that
1: shit, pissing me off too. Like the first store, it's that, getting
3: better though. It's getting a little bit better. Some
1: stores have
4: been like, okay, last year it know. happened. Remember? Yeah, yeah, they're like, we're not gonna make our employees work Thanksgiving yeah. Day or the day. Yeah. I, like, I love yeah. that.
3: Yeah, no, I'm and, all for it. But the thing is, like, honestly, too, it got so ridiculous. Like, what were you going to do next? Like, have Black Friday start on Monday? Like, at some point, like, the race to be the first one to have Black Friday sales stopped. And they're like, this is getting stupid. Like, it, And now most people buy shit online anyway. And, you know, Cyber Monday's bigger than Black Friday ever could have dreamed of being. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's lost its appeal.
4: What was that? I saw a news report that Amazon
3: got 31% of all um, Cyber Monday sales. I bought a bunch of stuff on Amazon. I'm not going to really? lie. Really? 31% of
4: every e-store transaction but, during that crazy. But think of how
3: many companies sell through Amazon. It's not like strictly Amazon, but like there's a million. But those
4: companies still sell through their website.
3: I don't know. No, that's what I'm saying. They sell through their website and Amazon's, but 31%. If you told me you had a margin of 5%, like you were killing Even 1% probably. 1%, yeah. yes. Yeah. 31%. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Well, and speaking of Black Friday, me and Paul were talking about this, and we'll go ahead and give a shout out. Um, Patagonia, a fly fishing, yeah. very heavily in fly fishing gave up 10 retail value 10 million dollars of their black friday sales to conservation efforts that bucks out to about like paul was we kind of did the math a little bit paul said that's somewhere in the neighborhood of what about two million dollars out of of their pocket pocket. yeah like you know once you break down the the markups all the way down to them you're talking about two million dollars yeah that yvonne and the patagonia company shelled out to
1: you know if you think of which it's in the grand scheme of their company deal they already give one percent every year to (laughs) That same deal, one percent, but it's for the to planet. write
3: one check for exactly, yeah, yeah, that
1: amount is insane. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. That's awesome. I mean,
3: hats off, dude. I mean, I, I wish more companies that had the, because, like you said, that's that sounds like crazy numbers to us. To them, that's not a big thing off their bottom line. I mean, it is, but it's also not. But I wish more companies that had that capability. If they, if more companies did that kind of crap, let me tell you right now, a lot more shit would get done.
4: This is not an anti-Patagonia speech. No, at no, all. no, no, go ahead. At all, I love Patagonia. But I hate when people, this is when I used to be in the healthcare industry, I hate when people uh, misunderstand, like, good deeds for actual, like, tax purposes. It's like, they're able to write all that off. That might not be the reason they did it, but they're able to write all that off. So if they were carrying, like, a $20 million profit, they're able to do it. It's like, when everybody would say, like, oh, that company's non-profit, they don't take any money. Hell yes, they take money, they pay people, they do everything. They just can't have money at the end of the year.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and what's well, funny. And they will write that off, but what I'm saying is, it's still.
4: It's still amazing. It, yeah, they it's, still, a, it's amazing, but I hate when people just look at something from the outside of saying, well, because
3: yeah. you did that, it's good. Nobody it's good. at Patagonia took a pay cut
1: for that to happen. Well,
4: and it <laughs> wasn't going to And it also, too, wasn't going to happen without people knowing about Exactly. It. Oh, well,
3: and it shouldn't, honestly. It but shouldn't, yeah, yeah. Uh.
1: So that, all that news came out Monday yeah. about, like, on the internet, and we were kind of checking that, because Cyber Monday's. Oh, well, so that was Friday, Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So I was, when I got home, I was telling Sarah that story because Sarah got to meet Bart, and Bart was here about yeah, a month ago. And so I was telling her what Patagonia did, and uh, we are watching the NBC News that night. And they go, up next, an uh, uh, American company, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, they're probably going to talk about that story, you know? Yeah. They come back, and it's just that much more PR about how their child care if you work at Patagonia, you can basically get free child care. At the, yeah. like, so they're just killing it with PR well, you, right
3: now. Yvonne's always kind of been real, I don't know what the word for it is. And they've
1: done that for 30 years. Yeah, they've yeah. done that.
3: They've been real, hit, I, not hippie, they're progressive. But liberal, progressive, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And not in a bad way. I hate to say liberal because it's such a, uh, for certain circles, it's such a bad word. But yeah. their policies are very liberal, very progressive as far as how they treat their employees. I mean, Yvonne's book, I don't know if you've ever read it, the story of his is like that uh, Let My People Surf, yeah, that was a great book. I mean, it was a, it was a Never really read cool it read. It, but I don't read. I books, need to read it. So. You should read that one. It's actually no, really really no. good. I've read it. It's it's solid. It's kind of like the art of the deal. No, it's it's <laughs> like kidding. the opposite of the art I'm of the deal. <laughs> but yeah, so like I mean, that's just who they are as a company, and and they've just been blessed to become the, the freaking you know giganormous, humongous
4: well and uh, entity
3: that they are in the outdoor world, yeah. and they can do those things, and the fact that they can and they still do is it, like you said, it's not all. I'm not going to say they're they're, they're saints or anything like that because having yeah, money not,
4: having money solves a lot of problems. It I mean, really I does. They're making money, so they're doing smart things that puts them aside from other people. Yeah, I, I don't take that away from them at all. But I'm just saying the way I'm not making
3: martyrs out of them either. No, really.
4: no, 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 no. I think they are martyrs. I think they sent, set a great example. But the thing is, you need leaders in the industry to do that. No one back in the day, no one had health insurance covered by a company. Yeah, back in the 40s and 50s when things started being competitive people started offering it, and then it became a standard. Yeah. And you're seeing that, and this company's wildly successful. And hopefully, you know, we'll have some economic changes about getting political. Hopefully, we'll have some economic changes where everybody does well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. If you can look up to one company, for me, it'd be Patagonia. Yeah. I mean, really, like I said, to
3: be in the position they are at the level that they've achieved in the the business world, and and to, to still hold the progressive policies that they hold inside and outside of their company, like you said, somebody you know somebody's got to start it you know and then maybe dude, that, one day that becomes a standard for companies dude but. they're they are a monster <laughs> no they're it's, huge cause, they're cause juggernaut the I mean thing is, absolutely is like, huge
4: anybody in this industry everybody out there in podcast world man, if you want to make somebody you hate uh, people if you want to make somebody uh, nervous that you're talking to that's in the uh, apparel industry or fly fishing industry look what you wearing ask them where their product who makes their product for them or where do they buy their product you're not gonna get an answer. Patagonia puts it on their damn web page. Yeah, yeah. Every place, every look satellite location of where their socks are made. Yeah.
3: They, can tell, they, you one does they can tell you where the feather inside your down jacket you came know it's, from. You know and what cr- the duck's name now, was. Now I have a good What's friend of mine. I have
4: a good friend of mine that is that randomly put this together. He owns a pillow company that yeah. I'm good friends with. And he's familiar with Patagonia because they buy a lot of down feathers just like him. They actually helped the a guy start a business. Because he was one of the only people that does down feathers like to this certain level of quality, and so with down feathers, it is nesting feathers that a goose pulls out to put in the nest, and it's the softest feathers that a goose has on its body, and the goose has about ten of them.
1: Jesus! Well, now they're recycling them; they're yeah, cleaning but, them, yeah, and all you that. You can stuff. turn in your old down. But to think
4: get... about how much shit you're going
1: through—literally
4: goose shit—to get ten feathers uh, yeah. per
1: bird. Well, and uh, I remember Bart mentioning that they don't just go and find a factory in wherever Polynesia, let's just say. They go in there and, like, they have to figure out ways to make it, you know, economically.
4: They retrofit it.
1: Yeah. Well, what's the word I'm looking for? They make it eco-friendly. Eco-friendly. And so they totally remake this factory. Yeah, they they I retrofit yeah, it, yeah. it the way and they're that like, Look, just, we're going to
3: give you millions of dollars of business, but you're yeah, going to do it our way.
1: Exactly. Or so, you're not going to get it. So I was asking them, Hey, you know, where do y'all, so do y'all use pretty much the same factory, blah, blah, blah. He's like, No, we only have certain factories of this because they can only do this. And, you know, it's just it, like Will was yeah. saying, they have no problem showing you. But you couldn't just call that factory, Hey, can you make our hats? No. No, because no, you know,
3: we make Patagonia. So else.
1: think how much, <laughs> so when you see a hat that, patagonia makes and it's 30 bucks like that typically could probably be 23 bucks but they put that much more work into making that hat what it is and it's not just a hat and they got
4: a lot of mouths to feed yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. there's so much more of a story behind every one of their products they make mm-hmm. than you know someone else
3: this segment of barely live brought to you about patagonia Shit,
1: no shit oh, oh, we got a little off on there but they um, deserve all that PR. Yeah, they really do. I, like I stand said, behind it. Yeah,
3: you know, and, and me, anybody that's listening, we to the show used does, all of Friday sales to buy beer. Yeah. I'm the biggest. <laughs> I'm the biggest Thank skeptic you. there is when it comes to anything. Like I love to Debbie down everything, and honestly, I, I, I sold Patagonia gear for, I mean, 16, 17 years. I wear a lot of Patagonia gear. I buy Patagonia gear even now that I can't get it on discount, and, um, you know, dude, I honestly man you can you can say what you want you can do what you want but i dare you to bring in any other company to the forefront that's at their level that even takes half the time that they take into doing the little things that really do matter yep. in in that industry and i mean shit, no, you, can, you can say what you want
2: so.
3: <laughs> exactly. you can say what you want but man until you can do what they can do or do it better just shut up and sit in the corner man sit in the corner mike job. says
1: get on, over <laughs> get on over all right so uh willis Yes. Would you like to do your social media theater today?
4: Yes, so would you give me the music?
1: Oh, I forgot to find it earlier. Give me a second.
4: I broke the seal too early. You didn't. You're drunk at 224. I'm not drunk. I'm just, not drunk. just, I'm just talk, full of... Just,
1: I need here. you to talk about yourselves for a second. Okay, I guess well, that's not going to happen now that, that Mike is
4: <laughs> I'll talk about it to
1: myself. Hey, just talk to yourself, Will. i got to find something here so for you. So, back
4: to this freezer. <laughs> Hold on. It, it drives my wife crazy. I deal with this thing.
1: All right. I'm almost there. I'm getting there. I'm feeling it.
4: But I also spend my uh, downtime hours when I'm not uh, at work. If my wife goes on the porch to have red wine and talk to her friends on the phone, I play the show baseball game on PlayStation all night. Yeah,
1: you do. I like that game. Are right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let me just convert all this stuff. I'm coming. I'm getting there.
4: So... Social media theater.
1: Social media theater.
4: So I know a lot of you guys follow us on social media. Use different platforms. One platform out there is called a little thing called Twitter. And one of the best Twitter accounts out there is one by the Mr. Larry King. All right, you're familiar with Larry King. Well, Larry the the Larry King, the Larry King. Okay, Larry King decides to do a series of posts every day called "It's My Two Cents." And it is amazing. <laughs> so we're going to go post by post. It's just random thoughts he has. I haven't been bitten by a mosquito in 20 years.
1: Call him bullshit on that. Mm.
4: Why is it called a grapefruit when there are no grapes in it? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite jello flavor is lemon and lime. I can't remember the last time I rode a bicycle.
3: I can't believe this is a thing.
4: (laughs) I like the way the Wells Fargo stagecoach looks. (laughs) I hate cloudy days. I would have liked to have interviewed John Deere about his products. (laughs) There's more. (laughs) There's more. It's amazing. You'll get caught in a trap. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't taste any grape in grapefruit. <laughs> He's really hung up on the grapefruits. I hate when popcorn gets stuck in my teeth. Uh-huh. Whoever invented the bathroom plunger deserves a medal. <laughs> I have always enjoyed the taste of a rich cracker. <laughs>
1: I have
3: too. It's delicious and buttery. Yeah.
4: When was the last time you rode a trolley? <laughs> Before a giraffes mate, do they neck? Oh, yeah, I
3: bet they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
4: Give me more, Will. I'm looking for more. Give me more. Uh, it's just a plethora of this stuff. I love it when you say plethora. Plethora. It sounds sexual. There's nothing like a good bowl of split pea soup.
1: I'd argue that. Yeah, me too. The
4: straw is one of the world's greatest inventions. (laughs) It is true. (laughs) I wonder how many babies are named Waldo these days.
3: Not many. You lose him, you never find it again.
4: Does anybody play Simon Says anymore? God,
1: that was a great game. Yeah.
4: Why can't I remember my dreams? <laughs> one of life's great annoyances is a sore throat. That is true. I would never want to sell women's shoes. <laughs> There's a good one that I can find. <laughs> For the great Larry King. Oh, God. Couple more? Couple more. Mm. mm. I still can't figure out how people can tell if a cantaloupe is ripe just by touching it. <laughs> I don't know that you can. You
3: can do it with an avocado, though. That's, that takes a feel.
0: <laughs> Feels like
1: a supple nipple. I
4: still love watching jets take off and land. Mm-hmm. Why can't September have 31 days? Would Abe Lincoln have a Facebook? <laughs> and that is the great Larry King. Winding it up for a great social media theater. Thank you, Larry King.
1: That's too much. All right, thanks, Larry. (laughs) That's exciting.
3: Oh, Larry's got some issues with grapefruit. I mean, he had multiple... If you don't like
4: turbulence, don't fly into Las Vegas.
1: (laughs) He does not trust the grapefruit at all. The apricot is a hell of a fruit. (laughs) The apricot? Apricot. Apricot. Is it a fruit? I guess it's a fruit. Yeah, It
3: makes sense.
4: I've never thanked anyone from the top of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and I like this one. Tomatoes make lettuce taste better.
3: <laughs> That's because lettuce doesn't taste
1: like anything. All right. Well, um, so when we come back in the next segment, we're going to get back to... Uh, actually, they've been requested by a few people. I'm going to do uh, what works me over, and we're going to do Mike's rant. I have had a few people telling me they uh-huh. want to rant, and I, I told them, you know, we'll try to get to it. We just never seem to. And we're going to have Mike from The Chopper next segment. Yeah. And then we're going to end is. it with queso. There you go. Coming in hot with another uh, round. Well, let's see what Scoop has to say here in a second. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everyone, for enjoying the third segment with us. Okay. Every time I skip shaving
4: for a few days, I wonder what i look like with a full beard. Welcome back. Just want to say, you've asked for it and the Cabrizi brothers have followed through. That's right, grape flavored grapefruit. That's right, the Cabrizi brothers have gone in the lab and have flavored your favorite fruit of all time to the delicious flavor of grape, in a grapefruit. So anytime you break out the old grapefruit this old Christmas morn, just remember to go on down to your local deli and get Cabrizi brothers grape flavored grapefruit. Here's to you, Larry. Back to you, Paul!
1: Thank you, Scoop. Scoop, do you have turkey for Thanksgiving?
4: I can't afford turkey. Do you have chicken? Yes, rotisserie. Turducken? Turfucking? What?
1: Thanks, Scoop. We're done.
2: With Zip Sneakers, kids are getting dressed in a flash. Straps and zippers make Zips easy to get into. And they come in all these flashy colors. Zips by StrideWrite. They not only go on in a flash, they go off in a flash. Now Zip Sneakers are available free at participating StrideWrite stores. No purchase necessary.
4: I don't know that song off the top of my head, but I'm guessing that's Jane's Addiction.
1: Close. Sounds I was like about Jane, to ask. When was the last time you? Sounds heard that like song? Jane's Addiction. See, that album was so awesome. This one, and everyone, the only song they took home was that one with the little bumblebee girl from the video. Oh, Blind uh, Melon. Blind
4: Melon. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's Blind Melon. And that album, that album is rock and roll, man.
4: That's um, a good song. It does sound change, like James changes Addiction.
1: on it too. It does you sound know? like James Addiction. Yeah, doesn't. it's very James Addiction. Here's
4: one thing that you didn't know. I did not know that the lead singer of uh, James Addiction, Perry Farrell, that, yeah. that's a uh, not a real name. Um, what would you call it? Like a pseudonym? Pseudonym, yeah. but it's yeah. supposed to be like Perry Farrell. It's supposed to be like peripheral.
3: Oh like my video. god! Yeah.
1: Suck off.
3: <laughs> now, you, now, I
1: used to think that guy was kind of cool, but now I'm kind of like, It's over. Yeah.
3: It's over. It's supposed to be peripheral. Oh, fuck
1: you. Stop. Well, yours is, might be soon. <laughs> <laughs> William a bit. William a bit. That's well, it. That's William it. a bit. All right. Well, what we got on the docket there, Punky? Well, I just thought we bullshit a little bit before well, we really got it. into the docket. We're good at that. Know, the docket. Well, I, I, you, man, you got the list. You don't let us read it. You're like a young
3: Steve Harvey. Go ahead. We
1: do have one spot left on our trip to uh, Palmetto Club. Yeah. In Yucatan, Mexico. Will, you going? I'm going. See, folks, Will is going. I wish I could take it, but I can't. Come on, Mike. Oh, Mike. I can't, man. Look, I'm
3: going on some trips, but they ain't going to be of that caliber. I'm jealous. I will join you well, one day. Well, you get to go to the
1: Bahamas and Pretty all that regularly. stuff. I'm
3: supposed to go in January. I might make that happen, and I'll probably go again in the summer. But
1: Yeah, so if you got any questions and you would like to go with us to the Palametta Club in April, April 21 through 28, email me, paul at paulpuckettart.com. You won't be disappointed. we got a hell of a group. You can
4: also join Paul. He's going to the Cabbage Patch Kids Babyland in Cleveland, Georgia july 13th please join him for
1: that is that where they're from cleveland it georgia it is
4: have you ever been there
1: i have been to cleveland georgia I yeah. have, you been to, have you been to no but i've heard about would... it. it's like a house and like you it's can like go a see
4: hospital it.
1: it's so oh weird god no no, no. <laughs> i went when i was a kid <laughs> i bet you had a cab- that was right I in your real, cabbage that was in your wheelhouse oh like five years, years old, old. Yeah, my yeah.
3: sister had cabbage patch. i had a my buddy doll
4: my buddy god all i think about my buddy is old uh, chucky
3: child's yeah. my dad has his like this story he likes to tell all the time about when i was a kid and you know i was his first kid you know and, and he didn't know what the hell he was doing he was 24 when he had me so i must have been like two or three or whatever and dad had to run to the grocery store to get something in the middle and you know like late in the afternoon had to take me with him because mom was at work and whatever and he grabs me and he's like go get your shoes gotta put your shoes on so i went grab the shoes put them on and he gets like halfway to the grocery store and he looks down and i've got these little blue plastic shoes on my feet they were my my buddy doll shoes that I had taken off of the doll. Isn't
1: and they somehow on, fit on you? Well, I
3: was a little, I mean, I was probably about the size of the damn <laughs> my buddy doll. He was about doll, 12 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, he looked down and he's like, he goes, I never, he goes, and you got to understand, we lived in a single wide trailer at this time. We were poor folk. Yeah and he's like I never felt like such like I never felt so ashamed of myself in public never felt down. so proud of my boy he's like then looking down and seeing my boy in doll shoes wearing plastic, doll shoes plastic, doll, plastic shoes. doll shoes in the store <laughs> he goes I felt like so When it he goes, was tight now I felt
4: some bitch didn't pull off them doll
3: shoes he's like I don't what know if anybody, he's like I don't know if anybody even noticed he goes, I don't
4: remember buying you buckskin loafers
3: <laughs> but the thing is now, like nowadays, of Crocs, when Crocs came, became a thing, and those My Buddy Doll shoes look pretty much like a pair of Crocs.
1: Yeah, I'm envisioning. Well, they were. Uh, what are those Holland shoes they wear? Yeah, uh, they're kind of like the clogs, clogs, but they had like a little strap Plogging. on the back and all.
4: Okay, so here's the question. Right now, Talk would you rather me. accept a gift of a My Buddy Doll or Crocs?
3: My Buddy Doll. I think I'd take my probably pick. vintage
1: yeah. reasons. My Buddy. I'd put it up somewhere in the tying room. We we'll got a saying. Spuds McKenzie vintage up here. We I do. W-
3: I wish I still. My mom had my body doll for a long time. but I think she got rid of it. But if I still had it, I'd prop it up in my tying room somewhere. She I mean, call it Mike.
1: Mike. Uh, how are can you I doing tell you me? the saga of the Spuds McKenzie? Do you all want to hear the story? I, I I think I've heard it in person, but let's tell it on the radio. Okay. Well, it's nothing crazy, but so my mom gave me that t- gave it to me while I was in college, and. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird to hear that <laughs> it's, it's like she's always Hello? here ball what? so this girl i knew in college loved that spuds mckenzie so she literally
2: no i don't think so
1: <laughs> she literally stole that from me stole it out uh, of my house and i didn't even know it until like two weeks later it was just gone so, I graduate college. She still has the Spuds McKenzie. We went through this whole four or five year thing, like when I lived in Wyoming. Lock like,
2: your door so nobody <laughs> jump in your car and hold you up.
1: So, literally, finally get this, finally, all, I won't mention her name, but finally had her, my mom... Got her address and phone number from me. Oh my, my mom god! Was Hello? I gave that to you, Paul. I didn't want someone else to have it. So my mom finally got it back, like four or five years later. You
3: sicked your mom on your
1: ex? No, I did not. I just didn't really care anymore about it, but my mom did.
2: Hello. Hello?
1: <laughs> so. When I went home last year and I found it, I go, well, I'm taking this. And she goes, no, you're not.
2: Oh, is that Paul? <laughs>
1: and I go, yes, I am. She goes, I had to get that back, and you're, that's mine now. That's not even yours anymore. Like, we had to fight with her to bring oh, that spuds back.
3: It's, it's a classic piece of architecture.
1: It, it lights up, too. You turn it on, it lights up. Well, I would hope so with the clear what? plastic look to it. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we got those Myra drops, but Will is just going to. He's going heavy just, on. So, it feels like I'm talking to her. Hello? What? Uh. Oh, anyway, God. all right, so let's do. Uh,
2: Lock your door so nobody ain't jumping <laughs> in your car and hold you up. It's too much. Uh,
1: oh my God, hold you up. Hold you just, up. It's such a 1970s, like 70s term. They're going to hold you up.
2: Oh. Yeah, There's nothing like Munich. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh there's there's a story behind that. Right. A story we need So to I'm gonna, gonna do a little works me
1: over. over segment, you ready? Yeah, Paul's ah. right there. Little things that get under my skin. Little things that piss me off. Little things get under my skin. Paul Puckett's a little bitch. Things get under my skin, I can't really get rid of them. Zoom so here to let you in. Mexico. Yep. We're All right. What so, is this going to be short and quick. Just something that works me over.
4: Oh, I'm Scoop Guy, I'm right <laughs> here. Oh.
1: Well, sorry about that.
0: Sorry. <laughs> you <play> that? <laughs> <Scoop>
1: got <laughs> drunk already? Uh, so, uh, let me get a little music going back here. So, um, right, it uh, works me uh, over. I'll talk to you it. later. And there's someone at this table that does this. Mm -hmm. and if Doug was here he'd be the second person that does this Mm -hmm. when I try to call someone because I really (laughs) have to talk to them and a text can't do the job so you call the person and I get a they don't answer I get a text a minute back that's me and I get a a minute back I get a text saying hey what's up I'm like dude I wouldn't have I would not have Called if I could text it. It's like I gotta cover a few different things. Doug is the worst though. You'll get a question mark from Doug, or <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: you'll get
1: a what's up. It's like I'm kind of bad about that. I need a call.
3: I'm kind of bad about that. I try to call people, but a lot of times, like I'm doing something I,
1: and I don't want. I'm in to
4: the think, middle of something. Man. Yeah, I don't want to ignore them. Just him, but call I can't. me back in 30 minutes. Well, I just want to acknowledge. I, I didn't know if it was an emergency or something. I just, I just why not?
1: I'll call you back when I can. I'll be like, okay, I get mm-hmm. it. But when I get that, when I get that. I can't. When I get that, what's up? I'm like, I want to throw this phone against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's that's what uh, that's what works uh, me over. Yeah, I,
3: I can see that. I, I I'm bad I for agree. that. A lot of times people call me in the afternoons and I'm at work, which you know there you know, it's late afternoon. So you would think calling somebody at 7 p.m. is a safe time to call somebody. It's not for me. So Hello? a lot of times I just text about like, hey, I'm. But I always say like, I'm at work. What's up? You need you know you know can I help you? Yeah, but, <laughs>
1: I didn't know Paul was breaking phones over it, or I guess I'll have to be more Hello? sensitive in the, in the future. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna do Mike's rant. We haven't done Mike's rant. Right I know, Paul. we have no, I, I gotta play the original song first again. Okay, go. Let's do
3: it. Okay. I like the song.
1: Huh?
2: What
1: you pissed off. Today. Always he pissed off at some what you so mad about today. Let's hear you, you say. Really, really pissed off.
3: What you pissed off about today? I love Budweiser. That's such a long list. <laughs> but Paul's got all some right. Different. So we're gonna do it a little different today. Alright now, it's been so long since so we've done this, Paul. I'm just gonna set this up. I have no idea what Paul's getting ready to ask me because he doesn't show me before the show. He doesn't tell me any hints. He picks subjects that he knows will tickle me and make me go on some rant of some form. And we used to do this just without a radio all the time. It was like Paul's favorite game is just to start a conversation, knowing I'm going to go off into oh, yeah. some tirade. It's called pushing a button. Exactly. So Paul's going to try to push my buttons, he, and apparently he said he's got a selection for me. So you want three options or do you want four? Whatever. You wrote them all down. You give
1: me the options you want to give me. Well, I thought about a new one this morning. I
0: don't that, know what any of them think are. So, win.
3: Okay. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't know what any of them are. So I can't tell you if I want three or four. Do you just tell okay. me the ones you want? me to Here we go. Me?
1: Option one: When someone calls you "guy." Option two, when someone shushes you. Shh. Okay. And then three is when the TP is on backwards. The toilet paper on the backwards. Four is when, <laughs> when someone is a fly tiger, <laughs> and they uh they commercially tie their own patterns and they tie certain patterns for certain fish that they, that they have admitted they've never fished for before. Well, I think you
3: know which one's going to win this one, Paul. Um, all right, we're going to talk about fly patterns today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're ready for it. Um, and if you are a fly tire out there that listens to this, which I'm sure there's a couple, uh, you can just go ahead and shove whatever your opinion is down your throat because I don't care because I got the microphone. So, um, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, I'm not a commercial tire in that I don't sit down and tie mass quantities of flies for everybody. However, I do have a number of patterns that are sold commercially, i.e. little Asian children in some country I can't pronounce probably. Tie Thailand. Flies. Yeah, whatever. They tie my flies and they sell them in bins somewhere in a fly shop next to you. Um, but I'll tell you this. Of those patterns that have my name attached to them or a pattern that I put out into the world via Instagram that may not be commercially tied that I, that I name... Um, and you better say, start noticing. That I say is a good fly for whatever. Most of mine are redfish, but some of them I do some bonefish patterns and things like that. I fish them first. Like, I have gone through multiple versions of that fly because it didn't swim right, or the fish didn't like it, or it got hung up in the grass, or I needed it to be heavier, or I needed it to be lighter, or I needed to cast better, or I needed to whatever, resize it. It went through some R&D, and by r and D I mean actually fishing with it. <laughs> So when I see people putting shit on fucking Instagram and Facebook and their commercial quote-unquote tires, and I'm not talking to the big name guys out here. I'm talking to the little guys, the, the, you know, insert hometown name here, flies at the end of it. Those guys. What? And they put up flies. Uh, if you're from Columbia, South Carolina and have never been tarpon fishing, I better not goddamn see you putting up fucking flies on the Internet that say they're going to catch tarpon. How the hell would you know? You've never fished for a tarpon. You've never seen a tarpon up close. Hell, you've never even been in the vicinity of a tarpon that had any mind to eat anything in the first place. Yet, you're putting up some neon purple green motherfucker that probably floats upside down and won't even get in front of a tarpon's face on the internet saying, Look at my new tarpon pattern. You can buy them at MikeFlies.com. Are you fucking kidding me? Have we devolved this far into the game to where you, you you can do that? Is that acceptable? Are you assholes out there actually buying this shit? I mean, listen, the, the Royal Wolf is named after fucking... He's named after Wolf because it caught fish. He tried shit. He played with shit. He did things. All those famous flies that you fish that are in your box that everybody knows—they were tried and tested and proven. And when they didn't work right, they tweaked something. They changed something. It eventually evolved into the thing that is in your box. But it didn't happen. The guy didn't wake up and just fart out of fucking Adams. All right. He played with it until he <laughs> got it the way he wanted to get it. Look. You have to do that. That's how flies work. Look, I'm not saying my flies are the best ones on the planet, but I'll tell you this right now. If I say that fly will catch that fish, you know why I say that fly will catch that fish? Because that fly has been in that fish's mouth multiple fucking times. so deep in there. So, yes, Paul, it does bother me. It bothers me really, really bad. Listen, fly tying is an art. Fly tying is an art like anything else. And some guys can do it better than others, and a lot of guys can do it better than me. But here's the deal. It ain't about how pretty you can make it look. It also matters whether or not the fish fucking eat it because that's its only fucking purpose on the planet is to get inside of a fish's mouth, stab him inside of his fucking mouth, and drag him to the boat. If it can't do that, it's a useless piece of fucking crap, and you don't need to be spending your money on it. Spend your money on it with the guys that have actually tried and tested their flies and have learned what it takes to catch the fish that that fly is supposed to catch. It ain't supposed to catch so fishermen. Leave did. that to the bass guys. They can make fucking lures with the speakers in them and shit. Leave those fuckers alone. We're fly fishermen. Our shit should mean something. That should mean something. When you spend $7 on a custom tied fly, the motherfucker better bring home the bacon or it ain't worth its fucking All salt. All
1: right, well, there it is. There you go. Listen up. That's what we had
3: it. I can't do it. I hate that shit. It bothers me. Well, we just
1: found out. I think
4: you hit on something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want to talk about it? I'm <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're gonna check in with Mike Smithson Smithson. Um, <laughs> hold on a second. Let me get where I need to get the. So yeah. So let me get Mike set up here. Um, let me. I'm gonna turn the music down so we can hear him. All right. Let's see what we got here. You got dialing that frequency uh, right? Oh yeah. No one got it yet? Yeah. I got it right here. All right. All right, Mikey, there. Oh, there it is. Paul, Paul, can you hear me? I got you. We're on. Hey, Mike,
4: Smithson up here in the news chopper. How are you guys doing today?
1: Good, buddy. Good. So, uh, yeah, man. So, yeah, you're you're out flying the chopper again.
4: Out flying the flat. Seeing what's going on for this tournament. It's good. It's beautiful Charleston weekend. Uh, just getting a little uh, little bird's eye view of uh, what's going on. Let's get
1: uh so Lawson is out there fishing. I know he's not part of the tournament, but do you see Lawson anywhere out there in a Sterling uh skiff?
4: Yes, the big cumbersome flats boat. I do see it, yes. Uh looks like he's not doing a lot of nothing, but uh looks like he's having a good time out there, Paul.
1: All right, well good. Uh good, 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 good. We hold on a second. So uh dang it. Sorry, Mike.
3: Hey Mike, okay, Paul. So, so, does it look like Lawson's catching any fish, or can you see any action going on down there? I mean,
4: no, I'm, I'm getting a bird's eye view here on the flat. There's absolutely no fish on the flat, but that's not stopping old Lawson. He's still pushing through this whole thing.
1: Well, oh, good old Lawson's good for that. He's good for that.
4: Yeah, he never wants another good flat
2: passing by.
1: <laughs> True. Uh, so, what kind of activity we, we got out there? We got guys fishing the bait, fishing the sandbars, or. Uh, any guys just poking around the grass a little bit? If we got a tide,
4: i have seeing a little poking around the grass. I'm seeing a little action up on on the shoreline. Uh, seems like it's opening up. Uh, I have have uh, seen a couple of guys take their shirts off, so things are heating up out here. So they're really getting into the tournament.
3: Good. You, you know, it's good. getting serious when the shirts come off.
1: So you got that right, Mike. We got any hostile hostile uh, activities yet? Just people just not happy with the, one another's uh, kind of fishing boundaries, if you will.
4: Well, let me zoom back over here to this flat. Yeah, yeah, it is a total mess over here on this southeast flat. I've got four boats coming in from the east. Got one boat settling up on the west. There seems to be a fist waving in the air. And from what I can tell, it's not going well. So uh, I'm going to report back on this later, but uh, it looks like there's a little little something going on in this flat. Uh, These four boats are fighting over this flat, but uh, from my view up here, there's absolutely no fish on it.
3: Hey, uh, what's the, uh, the paddle boat, uh, the uh, stand-up paddleboard traffic situation in Shem Creek right now? Can you see Shem Creek from where you're at? Uh, I'm totally looking
4: at it right now. It looks like a lot of pretension out there. Uh, really building up the pretension just everywhere on the water. So I'll totally avoid that waterway if you if you don't want to deal with, uh, with uh, screw-top wine bottles and uh, and craft beers.
1: How are we looking at uh, Reds? You want to go check out Reds for me? Just get a little happy hour preview.
4: Let me, let, me, let me zoom in over here. Oh, I've got a full bar. It's got a full full bar going on. Lisa's behind the counter. Good old Lisa. She's uh, really slinging the drinks. Looks like everybody's having a good time. Uh, everybody's enjoying the news. Copter waving. To me. Hold on. Hey, guys. Good to see y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the copter. Yeah. I'll be back. Yeah. My, my tie. No. No. He wants fork sling.
1: So they can yeah. hear you? You got a little megaphone uh, thing? but
4: Yeah, just put it on. Yeah, I'll be right there, Paul. Uh, yeah, put it on ice. I'll be back in a
3: minute. Let me land the bird, and uh, we'll be back and have a couple of drinks. But yeah, everything's shaping up real well out right here, Paul.
1: Good, good. Mike, you got, what, what you got? Come on. Uh, Ask me a good question. This is good stuff.
3: I, I mean, I don't even want to say. Like, It sounds like Reds is the hopping place to be, but all right. So how's the fl- like? It's low tide right now. How low of a tide is it? I mean, are we in the boat stranded, and these boys get a little too shallow for their own good?
4: Oh uh, no, it seems like everything's going well Seems like everybody's in the water with their boats So that's always a good sign But uh, the Reds are stacking up over at Reds i followed two in with the skycopter from the parking lot A little like College Charleston grads uh, But I'm uh, going to be staying on that, that group for a couple hours See if we can, uh, you know, put a, throw, a, throw a couple flies towards them
1: Well hey Mike, when we finish up here We're going to head over to the Triangle You want to meet us for a little happy hour beer?
4: Yeah, it looks like I got everything settled over here at Reds, guys. But uh, if things pick up, I might fl- I might swing over, uh, fly over. Is there anywhere I can land the bird?
1: Oh, uh, we can always find a place. Yeah,
3: yeah, right there on uh, right there on Seventeen South would be fine.
4: There you go.
1: Well, um, I don't know. I, I got to. Uh, well, I
4: want to thank you. I want to thank you guys. Uh, this segment brought to you by Harry Mike's Custom Todd Flies. We don't have time to fish them We just pimple They're coming out nonstop all the time It's up to you To find out if they work So Harry Mike's Custom time Flies Check them out now Back
1: to you boys <laughs> Thanks Thanks Mike Alright Mike Thanks buddy We'll see you uh, We'll see you later tonight Hopefully <laughs> I love that guy I
3: like his helicopter too That thing's pretty cool
1: He, he just kind of signed off He didn't really yeah, say bye or anything
3: mm-hmm he needs like i think we deserve a ride in the copter i mean really i know um, man well uh i think just think of all the scouting we could get done on a like just go out there and just scout some flood tides from the cop be awesome
1: i mean it's one thing like you said to have a drone but to have a real helicopter
3: we could ride around in it it's like the original beer. drone
1: it is it's <laughs> the, predecessor to, <laughs> the, the drone. predecessor to the drone oh, they do
3: use both use spinny blades and levitate up and down yeah.
1: oh that's good stuff Well, are we uh, we ready for queso?
3: I'm ready. I mean, I'm ready. You're ready. Is queso ready? That's the question. Well, go get him. Huh? All right, I'm going to get him. Hold on a second.
1: (laughs) I never once thought in my life that I'd be the age I am doing a radio show with my good friends and somehow having my parents involved. Oh, is
2: that Paul?
1: you got to understand, growing up. Like, my friends would love to come to my house because literally my parents made them crack up. Like, it would would come to my house because my parents would... Like, just like she, my mom said, watch, lock your doors so you don't get, what, hung, held up.
2: Lock your doors so nobody can jump
4: in your car and hold you up. <laughs> Let me jump in your car first,
1: then hold you up. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, all right. Oh, we got the Queso soon, tune. What? Let's do it. Oh, that means me. Yeah. Give me a second. Should we listen to Eric clapping a little longer? A
0: little
1: longer. Speaking of Eric, oh, well, Eric, he's an Iceland guy. I think I've told the story where he came in the shop, hung out at the old Fishhawk one day. Good dude. Nice guy. I had just gotten that uh, live album of him and... Uh, who's the dude from traffic you know the piano player
4: can't remember God. can't remember now
1: dang it anyway he came in and i go oh mr clapton i love that new live album I gave him gave him like the old shoulder hit you know like where he's a buddy of mine the new live album is great man anyway uh what can i help you out with and then he started talking about iceland brown trout fishing and I don't think it'll ever happen for me. Alright, there's Richard. Alright, well, let's get his intro going. One, two, three. Mail
3: sack, mail sack, why is there air in this mail sack, mail sack, mail sack? I'm Richard Queso, and I'm here on the Belly Live podcast. Once again, it's been too long, fellas. I, yeah, that, that lasted I it lasted really long. It was a good party. But you guys all left, and I was supposed to meet up and I think with the home team with the Whiskey and nobody ever showed up. I don't I don't know what happened. What did you guys go or did did we not no, go? Mexico. Yeah,
1: yeah. We we went. What? I didn't yeah, see yeah, you.
3: Yeah. I was there. No, no we we were like, there. Well let by go! Y- be back on. We'll just keep carrying on. I'm still here.
1: Yeah, let's just, right. let's just go forward.
3: Yeah, so we got the mail sack and the mail sack got some mail in it today, which is nice, so I'm going to dig on down in there and uh, see what pops out the top, if we will. let go to the bottom of the sack. Just yeah, I'm going to tickle the bottom and see what comes out the top. That's how I usually say it. Alright, here we go. The first one is uh, it says, Dear Richard, that pro bro that the flood tide guys talk to sounds rad. He truly gets what the fly fishing culture is all about. I just dropped about 10 grand to go 10 car fishing for some GT from in the Indian Ocean and I want to make sure the guys know that I'm as legit as pro bro as possible. What do you suggest I do to get me a to get to give me to get me to pro bro status? I think is what that says. It got a little up. He wants up to there. be a pro bro. It says thanks Buster Hyman. Okay, well Buster, <laughs> um so <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh, you already screwed up once. Uh, you might be able to cover this up, but I'm gonna tell you things. So the first thing is you dropped ten grand. So I don't know what you know about Pro Bro, but Pro Bro doesn't have ten grand, nor does he <laughs> drop ten grand anywhere. Um, so what you need to do is first explain that you were paid to go to said location to uh, tank car fish for the GT. Uh, the second thing is leave your wallet at home. Um, You need to have no cash, nor identifying, you know, marks other than I guess your passport so that you can get into whatever country exists in the Indian Ocean. I'm not real up on my geography at the moment. But so no wallet, no cash, no money. You do not tip anybody. You do not do anything. If anybody asks you for a tip, you just tell them that they're getting their payment and exposure. Um, You take a lot of pictures on your cell phone and make sure that Instagram is constantly running at all times. And you pose as much as you can with whatever uh, gear that you might own with labels on it. And pretend like those people are part of your uh, repertoire, as it was. And you pose with the picture. Make sure you get the label in there. And maybe a good Sunday. Use the proper filter. Uh, we all know how to make a good picture. Now, I'm not sure what tankara is, really. I think it's like cane pole fishing. And I think you're going to have a hard time with the GTs a while. I think they're overrated. I think they are strong enough to overpower a stick with some string tied to it. So you may have an issue there. So, you don't want any video action because that's going to make you look bad. So, what you really just want is you holding the tank car rod and then catch one on bait when nobody's looking and then hold the ten car rod in the picture with the bait or without the bait, but, you know, with the fish, you, whatever. You get what I'm going. Um, basically, uh, you need to fake it. Um, that's the only way that this is going to work out in your favor if you're trying to be a pro, bro. Now, not that I would ever do anything because I'm a fully sponsored, uh, you know, fisherman. Uh, and, and so me, I do it the right way, but if you want to be like pro bro, well, you've got the cat, you, you've got the cookie cut out for it right there. Okay. I hope that helps. Uh, good luck with your, your efforts to be a famous fly fisherman or a cane pole fisherman or whatever it is you're trying to go here. Um, so next question, uh, dear Richard, my wife has been wanting me to take her fishing lately. How can I make sure that she has a good time on the water while also getting in some quality fishing time? Thanks in advance, Toby Feltersnatch. Well, Toby, um, here's the deal. So uh, there's only one way that you're ever going to get any quality fishing time with your wife on the boat. Okay. Back um, open the fresh the, the only way that this is ever going to happen is that you train her to pole. Okay. So uh, she's already a woman, so she's obviously good at sweeping and mopping and stuff. Right. So she's used to using sticks in her hands. Um, so just kind of equate that to her Like you know Pretend like you're mopping the kitchen up You know or something like that And then just get her up on the platform And then she's involved And she's a part of the process um, The other key to that would be that you Put yourself in a situation Where it's not a technical polling You know what I'm saying Like lots of open spaces Because we all know how women are When you get them behind the wheel They're going to hit something If there's anything around to be hit So you want to make sure There's no oyster rakes or Anything around And makes sure there's nothing that can get you really hurt on And then just you know Let it happen you know And just pretend like she's Doing such a great job, and just keep your mouth shut, basically, is what I'm trying to tell you. So, uh, there's two things basically you know, me personally, when I have to take missus out fishing, I just point at random objects in the water and tell them that they're fish, and then she casts to them and I tell her she did a great job, and then she snags on the bottom and like, Oh, he, he just took it and ran under a rock. You know, you got to make up some see it sometimes, but you know what? It's always fun, to, it's always fun to take the ladies fishing, you know, they got to get out of the kitchen every once in a while, I guess. And, you know, as long as they make you a sandwich when they get back, everything's fine, all right. Last question. Uh, this one has a really fancy seal on it. Hold on thing. i got to break this open. Like I never get them in an actual envelope. These are just mm. wadded up pieces of yeah, paper. They, they so. mailed that one. Well, this one got actually mailed. Mail. Um, Dear Richard, I'm getting ready to retire from my very stressful job of the past eight years, and I have been thinking about taking up fly fishing. How would you recommend I get started? Love the show. Barry O. Oh. Oh, my. Well, there's a little seal wow. down here. with is that, the, is that really? Is that? Okay. I well, what is this? I'm going to ask the question Bur- like he was an Barack, average. Yeah. I'm going to ask the question like the average person because I don't, I don't yeah, want to that, that was Don't finished. change your ways. Well, Mr. President, I mean, uh, Barry, um, uh, yes, well, you know, there, there's a the long storied history of men with stressful jobs uh, taking up fly fishing. Um one of those is very well alive, uh, a man by the last name of Carter. Uh, y- huh? You know, y- y- the-, the trickiest thing I think you're going to run into is really um, your entourage. Should we say it that way without really bringing it You know, so, like, I would suggest probably fly fishing for trout. And that way they can hide in bushes and stuff and they don't really mess with your fishing. Um, you know, y- you obviously have some... Um, means that the rest of the people of us don't really have I agree um and so you you should probably just go find a nice fancy Orvis store or something and and talk to them they give you a nice rod um but yeah uh I I don't know. Am I going to get in trouble for saying bad things now? I I feel like somebody's watching me. Is there somebody listening to this show? No, no, no. Do you hear a weird clicking noise in the corner? I think there's something going on. Okay. No, no, no. All right. Well, well, we're good. We're good. Mr. Barry, I hope you enjoy fly fishing as many of the other stressful job people have enjoyed fly fishing. And, uh, um, yeah, uh, just keep your entourage at a distance. Be sneaky. Uh, try not to impress them too much uh, with your talking, uh, and just just Kath real nice. I don't know what to say. I never answered a question for somebody nice. like really serious.
1: Well, that's okay, Richard. Well, you did good, man. I did good, good job. Okay.
3: Well, thank you, yeah. thank you for your job, and uh, we will we will see you on the water. Okay, that was awkward. All right. All right. Well, Richie Queso had fun today. I don't know oh, about this, y'all. Hey, um, boys, oh. I was out back emptying my septic tank earlier. Uh, we, and we, we don't really have a place to empty it, though. It's no big deal. It got handled. But what I was looking at is the, the propane on the grill is getting a little low. I, I don't know if you guys have filled that lately. Do you? Yeah, we're going to get around gonna, to it next week. You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah. Next week, we'll
0: yeah, you can do I, it. You, you know, can I was planning on
3: maybe doing a little, well, I, you know, it's not my grill. It's not like I would fill it up. I just noticed that it was low. <laughs> we I, can just call that a walk. I, I, I just randomly you know, just walk a I just randomly walked by no, and jiggle the propane tank. That's what I you, do. You, I don't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't actually plan. On, I wasn't, it's not my grill. I mean, why would I fill the propane tank? But at the same time, I do happen to have some, some fine, high quality sirloin sticks thawing right now as we speak. And oh, okay. I was hoping to grill them, but, you know, you know. Whatever. Just, just saying. No propane with her name. What
4: you gonna have with those fine steaks, sir Richard?
3: Oh, well, I was. Oh, I, I, nothing really. But I, I, I had some collard greens. Have you ever I'm had any shock top? Just gonna boil them in shock top and <laughs> see what happens. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh.
3: Well, I gotta go. I'm sorry. I gotta. Uh, Thanks, Richard.
1: Uh, we'll take care of that propane next okay, week. Okay. Looks up.
3: like looks like the drains overflowing. I'll be back. Don't worry about it. I'll be back.
1: All right, buddy. All right, buddy. Thanks for everything. We really appreciate you being on the show. <laughs>
3: Was old Richard answered questions about, uh, well, I think he was answering questions about mail sack, mail sack, why is <laughs> there air in this <laughs> mail sack, mail sack, mail sack, let's all go inside. Mail sack, mail sack,
2: why is
4: there
3: air in this mail sack, mail sack, mail sack, it's your When he gets in that mail Richard sack, Richard goes right to the
4: bottom. He got I real
1: know. nervous on that last question. That was Richard K. so everyone. I only yeah.
4: Richard Case has filed
1: taxes in the last twelve years. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, so you know Power we can't come we can't end this without a couple sports questions from nineteen eighty two. Oh,
3: we haven't done this. Hey, in I'm a while. Georgia fan, and none of us
1: are going to know the answers except for Will.
4: <laughs> I might can do it. I don't know. They're pretty random.
1: These it, these are like nineteen eighty two. You know, so free right. my birth. I just I randomly just picked this first question. I looked at you're not going to believe it, but. What defensive tackle from Texas Christian University did Dallas' Tom Landry say was the kind who comes along only once in a coach's lifetime? I'm going to go with Florida. <laughs> <laughs> that might as well be the answer when he, he said a country and he says Florida. Uh, this is this no a idea. tough one. This is a no. tough one. Yeah, Bob Lilly. That's a tough one. No, wow, well, how the hell would any of us know All that? right, let's see. Who was the first rookie to win the Cy Young Award? We can do some clues here if you want them. Give me two clues. Had one of the most interesting wind-ups. Okay. I don't know anything about He it. His heritage is heavily involved in the whole Donald Donald Trump election.
3: Mexican. That means Mexican.
1: He basically he had the most incredible wind-up. Like, at the time, no one had ever seen anything like it. I'm going to go with Juan Berenguer,
4: not Juan Berenguer, uh, Fernando, Venezuela. Yeah. Okay,
1: there, there you go. go. All right. Once again, I have no idea who that is. Okay. Well done, Will. Thank you, thank you. Who is the NFL's all-time scoring leader?
4: Well, that's changed now.
1: I know. That's what's, what's funny about this. 70s? I've never heard of this guy. The 70s or 80s? I think this is a kicker. I'm going, go oh,
4: with, uh, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to throw a random one out here on you, all right? Otto Graham.
1: I wouldn't even know. George Blanda. I've heard George Bland. <laughs> Is that the dude that had the half foot or whatever? N- no,
3: no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Isn't
1: that Let's like see.
3: cheating? He had a nice flat edge to kick that ball with. He did have soccer a- style kicker, I'm assuming. What
1: AFC signal caller? <laughs> signed, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Signed a- AFC? I guess a quarterback, a- right? AFC. Yeah, oh yeah. Like before the NFL. <laughs> signed a reported two hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year contract in seventy two that made him the highest paid player in football.
4: I'm gonna do Lynn Dawson.
1: This guy was very commercial heavy uh, in the 70s. Yeah, like the first celebrity of like, like commercials. Played with the Chiefs? No, just AFC.
4: OJ? No, 72. I'm
1: gonna let y'all play. Joe Namath. Joe Joe Willie.
0: Joe Namath.
1: All right, we're
3: done, Mike. Just let's finish it. Let's finish it up. Y'all answering questions? I don't know. Well, Joe Namath.
1: Y'all ready to end this thing? All right. Hey, thank y'all for listening.
3: We
4: just want to let all you guys know we appreciate the listening and just remember to uh
2: lock your doors so nobody jump in your car and hold you up
3: Sound See advice. you next time